So, so we, when I did podcasts, yeah. like initially, and yeah. I also like look back, I was like, oh my God, I'm like greasy and shiny. And my makeup artist like, oh, you just need like some translucent powder. Yeah, it helps you soak it in. Yeah, so. No, the people on the screen actually, it's not a bad idea. Like, after you get all the Cool. Um, this device is slightly overused. Because we're live now, so it's oh, very nice. Okay, yeah. I'll put this online. <laughs> Whatever you do, I, w- I definitely won't post that. <laughs> right, I'll report it. Wait, That's okay. <laughs> it might be on YouTube though. How do I look? <laughs> Fabulous, Joey. <laughs> oh, what's going on, dude? You done? There we go. Cool. Putting on makeup. Wow, good. Yep. Nice. Gotta do it. Yeah, I would go to Chris's studio, and it was hot as hell. I'm like sweating right away. And um, it's nice here, right? With the with the AC and yeah. everything, it was. Shut it off. Yeah, that's yeah, I, I mean, shut it off. Yeah, nice. It's cool. definitely important to keep it like uh, comfy because, especially if you're doing like an hour and a half, two hours, whatever it is, right? Yeah. Like, how long do you think we'll? About probably two hours. Four hours. Maybe two hours. Right. So yeah. yeah, it can't be a hot box. It can't be hours. a hot sauna yeah. here. Yeah, <laughs> but it's important. a nice setup, right? The yeah. What you, the, um, <laughs> the, the building is not that great, but the, the the actual setup is pretty cool. How what does this? this are, are you able to see uh, no. live feed? Mm-mm. Oh, does it not do that? No. Okay, but you can too. see it on the back of there? Yeah. yeah. It looks good? Because you might want to check because that light now is just bringing in more light and it might be overexposed. Oh, that's so cool that you geek out about how it looks. Because yeah. we need help for this and it's nice. Yeah. Because that's the thing. I wanted to ask that's you. That's a Sony uh, something. Um, okay. That's like similar to what I have for my Twitch. If you need any help with that, I'm somewhat familiar. Yeah, I, I, I only use it for like a desktop camera. But What are you using? For the desktop camera, I, uh, Sony A sixty three hundred something like that. Those are probably sixty four hundreds or I don't know. Do you need you? You gotta. Well, go it's ahead I think it's better. Okay. Put it on, see if you like it. It's better. You hear better. Check, check, check. Nice. I like to talk quiet <laughs> into the mic. This this is what I like about this yeah. is that. If I didn't have it, I would just guess to talk loud. But yeah. your voice doesn't sound as cool if you talk loud. Exactly. It sounds cooler if you come here and have a lot of bass in your voice. Nice. Yeah. Huh. Yeah. I love that you geek out about this. Yeah, this is good. <laughs> <laughs> what is that um, radio station, like Delilah? You, you know what I'm talking about? Delilah. It, like, there's a, she's, like, very soft-spoken. Okay. On air, it's like it's it's like quiet and sexy. You almost fall asleep listening to her talk, but that's kind of the. Huh. I think she's like this close to the mic. Can you hear? I can. Yeah, oh, you can, can hear. Her. Can you hear how soft that is? Yes. Right. Oh, yeah. soft. Sounds good. Hold on. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm so glad we got to do this, bro. Mm. Uh huh. Yeah, like why? Weird. I like you. Do I look greasy or how am I? How's my powder? Oh, beautiful. Not wow. greasy at all. <laughs> Incredible. Is <laughs> this my good side? I don't know. Absolutely stunning. I think it is. Do you know what your good side is? No. You don't know what your good side is. 
I try to remember because my last name is Wright, and I think what I've told myself, I need to be on the right side of a group in a photo. I think this is my good side. Really? You want to switch side? No, I think this this is it. This is it. I'm that We're camera, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Best that angle. Camera. Incredible. So you're gonna look the other way. Nice. Uh, um. Okay. Wait. Let me do one. Oh, this is good. I can see here. Oh yeah. Oh wait. No, I gotta fix this hair. <laughs> Hold on. <laughs> We're not ready perfect. yet. Okay, hold on. I'm going to go. Oh, should it. keep like a, a mirror in the studio too. A what? Mirror. A mirror? Mm -hmm. Yeah, maybe it'd be cool, yeah, mm -hmm. to have one. Well, this light is, is very nice that you brought, you brought this. You it look helps, so right? much better. And yeah. especially with the hat too, because that way he's not getting like shadow. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't, I was, if I had like done my hair, I would have been another 20 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> so, I was like, hat, hat it is. How much time do you spend on your hair? Um, <laughs> too much. Like how much? Like ten? It's like a seven minutes, I would say. Seven minutes? Yeah. What do you What do you mean? What do you do for seven minutes? There's a. It's a process. <laughs> it's a four to five step process. What's the? A little bit of pomade. No, because I don't do nothing. No gel. Spray first. Then you blow dry that so it's and then and you go up with it. Okay. Okay. You have so a picture. <laughs> I'll never, I'll Do you never have show a video? <laughs> so you go, you take the hair up, mm -hmm. right? You because you spray it, blow dry it, and now it's like kind of roughly in the position that you want it. Okay, what well, was? How do you want you? You always have you a want, cap on. You want? Well, no, only you see me like when I'm just. It's like the equivalent of like wearing scrubs. Dude, every time I've seen you, you had a cap. Right, but if I go out, I don't have a. I don't have a hat. Maybe. Okay, cool. Yeah, so, okay, you go, go out. where? Anywhere. <laughs> like, I mean. Out in public. In public. Well, like. Usually. We were in public every time I saw you. No, not, no, I mean, like, where I might run into a potential mate. <laughs> okay. So. Who says it like that? I don't know. I like it. Where, don't get me wrong, I, I like that? it, but. I thought you could, you could. If I'm not, like, if I'm just foraging, then I don't need a. <laughs> in Trader Joe's. <laughs> Well, you might find a mate. <laughs> <laughs> but if I'm just provisioning and foraging, then I don't need it. So, okay, you go up. You go up. Blow dry. That, like, freezes it into the rough position. Then you come back down with the, like, the glue. Okay, so then it's, like, with a little glue. And then you kind of, like, you start working down to the level that you want it to be. You can't go up with it from flat. There. So Give you go, yourself you some volume. Pop it up, poof it first, bring it back in. So it's like expand it to failure, okay. dial, it, dial it back to success. Yeah. It's like the muscles. Yeah, and then you need to train to failure. A new spray, huh? And then lock it in with the blow dryer on a low setting. Like a piece of art, you know it's perfect when you don't want to take anything else away. Yeah, well, also because we live in South Florida, it's very windy when you go outside. So my hair is like cannot move in hurricane force winds when once I go out. I have very thin hair. That's the problem. So if I go out, it looks like Donald Trump. Like, <laughs> you ever seen him in the wind? Yeah. yeah. Not good. It's not good, <laughs> no, not good not, at all. <laughs> not oh, the, way he, the way he puts his hair, on his jo it's so, it's, it's, but you got to, <laughs> he's consistent with it. Yeah. 
It's like Homer Simpson has those little three <laughs> strands of hair, but you have to be strategic with those three strands. Right placement. You yeah. think it's the you think it's the only way that <laughs> what the fuck are we talking about? <laughs> <laughs> no idea. Is this going on the <laughs> Probably. Jesus. Yes. Okay. Nothing. Right. It's it's uncut. We learned all about your right. daily hair routine. Wow. <laughs> this is supposed to be like a magician. It was great. Not giving his trade secrets. It's okay. Uh. <laughs> uh. You're more relaxed than earlier though. Yeah, because I just got off fighting for my life on sunrise in my car because I was going full Daytona 500 down. And I made this crate, like, okay, remember I called you? I'm like, oh, do yeah. I, I go right at the fork or whatever? So I make the right, and then I realize, so it's it's on the other side of the street, so I'm either going to have to go down and make a Yui somewhere, and I didn't know how far that would be, <laughs> and I'm already feeling the pressure of how late I am. So <laughs> We were I, just hanging out, <laughs> just chilling. It was waiting. probably so chill in here. <laughs> Extreme. At the same time, I'm like... <laughs> And, no, and, and here, bro, I was like, I was like, his lady's like, doesn't matter. He's just gonna get here when he gets here. No, I'm like, oh, they're, they're paying for studio time, and I'm literally burning. <laughs> we just want you to be comfortable and get here safely. We were discussing this in the in the car before before getting here, actually. Okay, so I decide last minute. I make this like quick decision, <laughs> right turn at the end of the Gateway Plaza, and I. Probably the guy behind me, like, I, I don't think I cut him off, but it was a pretty, like, last-minute blinker in turn, right? So it, it might have <laughs> looked a little dick if you were the guy behind me. Yeah. But yeah. it wasn't cra- It wasn't the craziest was, thing. You didn't You didn't bump into him? No. No one – did you die, though, right? Like, that's no. – <laughs> no, it wasn't, it wasn't that bad, but w- w- I turned, and then I – what I did is – so now I just need to, like, make a Yui yeah. to get to the light to go left. So I turned – and then I immediately pulled over. He thought I was pulling over to like yell at him or something. I don't. So he like slowed down next to me and rolled his window down. Is like, <laughs> but I, I'm I'm just like waiting for him to go by, so and which was making it worse because he's going slow. And I'm like, dude, hurry the fuck up, <laughs> so I can make my U-turn and get back to the light and make. So he thought we were road raging. Yeah. And I'm just trying to turn around. <laughs> We were just so calm in here, so you're just having an absolute Yeah, and I'm, like, looking at my gun underneath the thing and him, and I'm, like, like, are we going to have a shootout or what? People almost died out there is what I'm trying to say. I I, I get that picture. While there was calm in here. Oh, shit. Okay. So that's why you were stressed out when you were here. Yeah, I had thoughts of murder. (laughs) You feel better now. I feel better now. <laughs> in my electrolyte water. Oh, that's so funny because yeah, you. You're I put a little lemon flavor in you there. You have your gun in your car. Yeah. Yeah. One of them. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Are you a gun collector? No, I'm not a gun collector, but I have just. I guess it's kind of like with photography. You could relate to this. You you start out. You don't really know exactly. You you kind of get something somebody told you to get. But later, as you progress, you realize, like, oh, this would be better for my purpose. And then you slowly step up. So, like, I kept – the more I learned, the more I was like, oh, no, I don't need the thing I got before. I need this one. Because I also go do, like, a little competitive shooting. So it's not like I have guns just for – I don't – they're more for going out and shooting for fun than they are for protection. I don't Wait, really do feel – What does that I don't mean, feel threatened. Competitive, competitive shooting? Uh, I go out – 
one, usually once a well, month. Are you shooting photos or with the gun? No, guns. Oh, okay, cool. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I wasn't sure it could apply for both. This, I should. Okay, so <laughs> um, from now on, if I'm talking about shooting guns, I'll say shooting pew pew. If I say camera, I'll say shooting click click. Yeah, okay, cool. Okay. <laughs> because it's the, you're going to shoot a lot of people today. So, pew, pew pew is once a month. And uh, I go out and train with a an instructor, and I have some buddies. We all we're all into mm -hmm. it, and they run a little contest every month. And nice, it's cool. Yeah, it's fun. It's a good. Here's what I really like about it. Um, so I'm not. <laughs> I don't want to come off as like a gun nut. I'm not. Um, it's a great activity that you really have no choice but to be 100% present, which is that is like the most difficult thing to do mm. ever because most of the stuff, I mean, especially let's say with my photography, if I'm shooting or, I mean, I guess if I'm shooting, I'm in it. That actually is nice. If I'm shooting, I am, I'm not thinking of anything else. I'm zoned in, but mm. that's not like every day. So most of my days I'm kind of doing, I'm just like puttering through these things that I'm in autopilot. So you're still, you're thinking of like the rest of the week, yesterday, all if you're out on the range, you, you are not thinking about anything but what's right in front of you because there's a, a, there's a risk. safety yeah. risk. Right, yeah. So, um, yeah, in that case, you're just dialed into the activity at hand. It's kind of like even scuba diving. I think that's what's nice about that. You're very um, sort of like peacefully in your zone in, and present because there also is a risk of if you're not, mm -hmm. you could – uh, forget that somebody else was with you, and now they're they're not, and you don't see them, and they're missing, and they're out of oxygen, or what? You know, an activity that requires your 100% focus is nice to have in a world that's flooded with um, just stimulus in every direction. You know, it's just sensory overload. So, yeah. And so it's a good, yeah, it's a good like day that is like, it, and it's out in the freaking boonies and. Um, oh, we have cool. to drive like two hours north to go, and we're in this big range that's like out, it's the instructor. It's his um, oh, wait, who's property. The instructor? This is uh, Tactical Firearms Academy. Is that um, uh, James? Uh, Andy. Andy is the guy that runs it. Huh. He's the owner. Yeah, because he said two hours north. north. No, you didn't say north. Yeah, north. It's in it's Clewiston. North. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Yeah. Where? Where's? I, I don't know. Somewhere near Boca. Oh, it's in Boca. Okay, but he trains. But he trains the the field that he trains at. Um, is up north, right? In in um, Jupiter or something like that. Yeah, actually. Hmm. Well, basically, to get out of the city and to go where there's land and you can actually shoot that, yeah, it's exactly. you're pretty so much forced to so go James up north. So James was uh, was on a podcast uh, uh, last week. Um, he um, he he's an ex cop, right? Okay. And he has he has a, a training school for um, clearing out like buildings and, mm, and yeah, yeah. Uh, high like high. I've done some of that too. Yeah, things like that. So yeah. it's very very nice. You wanted to go actually about uh, to do to try it out. There's a group that I've done uh, that with in Miami. It's kind of funny because you you're downtown Miami and then you go into this. It's like this. It's an office building. Yeah. But they own or that you know they rent out like the fourth floor, whatever floor it is. Okay. And now you're in a like a setting like a military training environment. It's it's a shoot house. No way. So that whole floor they've like kind of taken out. There's no more rooms, and they have all the rooms are created by them with plywood. So it's like this um, 
and, and they can change, they can make the rooms different huh. so as much as they the want. So they just have to replace the plywood. Well, they, they're, they're kind of on, like, wheels and stuff, so they can kind yeah. of, like, float things around a but little the, bit. There's the frame of the, of the walls, and then they replace the plywood for the new rounds or whatever. Uh, oh, no, 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 but you're not, you're not shooting, like, real bullets. You're shooting these oh, okay. so it's, uh, sim rounds that are, they do hurt. I mean, I, I got shot wearing a glove. Okay, this is, <laughs> they, it's, it's called, it's called uh, CQB training, right? Close quarter battles. Okay. okay, so that's guys going through rooms and like, and it's this. It's kind of cool because it's really like an art form. I mean, it is, except if it were real life and not you know, us kind of larping uh, <laughs> in there. Um, the the losing is death, <laughs> basically <laughs> for that game, right? But um, so it's like the highest stakes game when they're they, these guys are doing it for real and the guys that teach it there. They're all well. One's a sniper for Broward um, uh, Sheriff's Office, and one was one was one of the guys that was on the mission. You know, Captain Phillips, the movie. No. Uh, Tom Hanks was in the it, the Somalian pirate that they. Um, oh, oh, okay. They react. Yes. React. So I don't think I've seen this one. Okay, but it was a real. It was based on a true story um, from about I guess ten years ago or so, where okay. um, these Somalian pirates took this overtook this giant ship. Um, took the captain. It's the one where he's like, I am your captain now. You've heard that famous line? Oh, this one? Yeah, yeah, okay. Cool. Yeah, so yeah. like one of these guys well, on I've that. The meme. Yeah, one of the guys that trains, <laughs> you know, that's one of the instructors was like, he was a part of that mission. Um, huh. One of the guys there is like a Delta guy. Anyways, they're like all legitimate badass dudes. Oh, that's cool. uh, but cool. they do they do courses there. So um, you sit in the classroom, they do stuff on the, you know, they kind of cover the classroom stuff and then you go in and now you're, now you're sort of doing these team um, room clearing things, and then at the end, I, I did the like one, two, and three courses every day is uh, like a different level, right? Okay. So I went through them all, and on the last one, they do force on force. So they like take some of you, and you're the bad guys, and they hide you, and you're gonna, and and they don't let the good guys know where you're hiding. So you're gonna ambush them when they come in the room, but you're also shooting these sim rounds that are kind of like paintballs, really. Um, so they, so, they, you're using your real rifles, but they switch out the bolt that's made to shoot this ammunition. And, um, I thought like if you got hit with it, it was just, I, I've done paintball before and it's, you know, it stings. Um, well, <laughs> they put me behind this desk and this is what <laughs> I realized. It does kind of suck for a bad guy when you were just waiting in fear for the moment that you know is going to happen when the good guys come through the door. And the fact that they have momentum, they, you could say, well, I know they're coming, so I should have the advantage. That's what you would think, right? Like, what would you rather be? The guy that's hidden and, and only you know your location and you can hear if they're coming because you're quiet. So don't you think you have the one up you're that as soon as they come through the door, you're, yeah. you're just, well, it kind of changes once you're like in the position. So I'm behind this desk and as soon as they come through the door, it's like a whole team and they're coming in aggressively. So it's like, you feel that like power oh coming through the door and now you're like, Oh fuck. And then I'm down behind the desk shooting my pistol like this. And I just feel my hand <laughs> just get blasted like multiple times. And it took like, you know, I'm like, oh, I'm hit, I'm hit. Okay. And then I'm like, fuck that fucking hurt. <laughs> and then I, I look down, I'm like, why is my glove wet? <laughs> 
and it like through the glove it busted open oh, it two of my skin. fingers oh shit. like that like they were like bleeding heavily mm-hmm. <laughs> and oh, and i had these okay. little like knots that like that scarred up in my fingers that didn't go away for like a year Really? Yeah, it was like, it kind of fucked my fingers up for like <laughs> a year, I would say. You know the, oh, the tire, shit. like the Michelin tire, the, it's like white. It's yeah, the white, white That's guy. what I'm going in as. That's what, that's what I wish I went in as. Um, hold on, I'm, I'm going to. just stand up from the desk. <laughs> yeah, I, I wish I had like a rubber suit on. I did, I had a, a mask and I had like all the, my... Uh, money maker and my baby maker covered up, but Good. um, <laughs> but the hand, yeah, they got me in the hand. I was gonna. Sh- oh, here it is. Look. Oh, you have a picture. You see? Oh wow. Oh shit. Nothing like fractured. No. No. Okay. But you see, like that. Split- no, it opened your skin. Yeah, okay. yeah it yeah. was. It was pretty. Uh, like I take the glove off, and my hands just like kind of covered in blood. It was. <sighs> yeah, but so it was cool <laughs> in the sense of like, oh, that was good. You know, but imagine like then, okay, ramp it up to real life, like a thousand times more crazy. You yeah, know, you wouldn't have a hand. No, my hand would have been gone. I well, it was like it would have been no hand, and then, <laughs> and then, and then they don't just stop. Like you got my hand. I'm, you know, I'm down. Like, are you afraid when you're doing that training? Uh, like, do you feel fear or is it? Well, yeah. When when I was in that position as like the bad guy, um, you definitely. I like how you it every time. Yeah, I was the. <laughs> bad guy um yeah when i was the bad guy yeah that sucked kind (laughs) of but when you're with the team and you're on the good guys and you feel that um sense uh, of power yes yeah 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 Yeah. which is cool like where do you where do you you think that comes from though the one the the sense that you feel of like attacking or whatever like where do you where do you think that comes from Wait, the what? The which sense? Like the you said you said the sense of power when you come in the room when you're with Well, the that's guy. just like strength in numbers, right? You got back yeah. up. Yeah. But yeah. not not if you don't know what you're doing. Correct. Well, because then you put the whole group at risk. Exactly. Because right? if you don't know you do what yeah. you're doing, you just come in all over and at once and the bad guy is just like I shut them all. Yeah. And by the way, I only for the record, I took you know, maybe four total full days of this. And so I, I know, yeah, no, no, I know like, <laughs> so I know like 1% of yeah. what there is to know about, you know, it, ta- it takes 20 years of doing this every day for these guys to be like really good, you know? Um, Isn't that wild? Well, maybe uh, they'll be good after a year or so, but these guys have been doing it for that long that it's like, they're just so smooth, you No, know, so, well, so much like more than any of us nature. are going to like take it, you know? It's like, I know when I do my photography workshop, I'm like, you come for three days, like, I'm going to dump as much stuff as I can on you, but, like... Oh, I want to take your photography workshop. You should. Cool. Okay. Deal. This is why I was yeah. excited <laughs> about this. Boom. <laughs> yeah, you said he's a photographer. I'm like, Because okay, we have cool. a nerd about this right now. I, I do want to talk to you later. I have a new okay. project that I came up with last night. Well, actually, it... It was because of my Twitch. I told you I do my Twitch stream every Monday. Yeah. Oh, cool. What? I didn't know. So you why did. do, why do you why do you do that? You do this for your uh, community, right? Uh, yes. Um, so, okay. I I think of Instagram is sort of like here's my continuous portfolio and reminder that I exist. Right. right? It's not a really. Wait, wait, what do you do? Uh, how, what kind of photo do you do? There? Oh, okay. That we should have started with an introduction, right? <laughs> Can we just take this part and put it in the front? No. Okay. No. Uh, I 
take pictures of oily women. Ooh. Yeah, shiny, shiny ladies. Fun job, Dad. Yeah, it's not the worst. Um, so I guess really I'm, I'm a swimwear photographer is really what you would say. Swimwear lifestyle. Um, but if you go on my Instagram, it's going to be mostly swimwear. It's, in, Instagram's kind of my thirst trap. It really? Works. Oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I I made friends with this couple at the gym. I don't I don't know how I like put together something. Somehow, me and this guy started having a conversation at the gym, and then we figured out that we have a mutual friend. And then we were actually at the same party a month earlier, or whatever. Anyway, so now we became buddies, and he introduced me to his girlfriend or his wife or whatever. And then he's like, "Oh, let me get her Instagram." And then I, and she's like, "You can't follow that." <laughs> I was like, "He's supporting me." She's like, "Oh, I bet he would." <laughs> And he's like, yeah, I'm sorry, I can't. I'm like, all right, understood. <laughs> understood. You do great work. Thank you. <laughs> so. Oh, we like your work very much. It's, uh, people it's, it's necessary for peace. It's hard to hate. <laughs> <laughs> it's like the I've guy, been told. It's like the guy that invented the legging. Wait, okay, ex expand. <laughs> well, so there's the guy that uh -huh. invented the legging, right? Mm -hmm. And then we convinced them to wear it as pants. Wait, okay, now bring that back into what I do? You're, I sh you should be nominated <laughs> for the Nobel Peace Prize. Okay, sure, I'll take it. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't see the connection there, but <laughs> I'll, uh, I'll go with it. Yeah, I'm like, when people ask what you do, I'm like, I'm like the legging guy. Yeah. There you go. I'm like, That's I'm what Oliver told me. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it, it works, right? So that guy, and then also it's a guy that invented yeah. the legging, which is, which is funny. Yeah. And then, because I asked her the other day, I was like, I was like, do you, do you see, like it, that it's it's pants, but not really. Like we, you see it. Yeah, but we live in them not like they are. They're like rice paper pants, really. What is a rice paper? Pants? Well, like very thin. Because I thought, because I thought the I thought the 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 purpose of pants was to cover. What do you got? No. Uh. A little bit. There must have at been a first, time at first. I you know because you. Okay, think about this for a second. Um, when pants were invented, yeah. The people up until that were kind of still, you know, balls out, right? And there maybe they had little, some kind of little doohickey, but like, what do you, th what do you? That think means for a while they're like, there's early adopters that are wearing the pants around, and then there's still a bunch of people with their balls hanging out. Yeah. And they're like, I'm not doing that. <laughs> and that must have been a weird. It must have been a weird, period yeah. because. Of up a society of half, yeah. <laughs> Just because God, up until so there's not majority of people that are not doing it, you still feel that yeah, being even, naked even, is listen, better. Even though no? the reality it was like small steps. I'm just saying it because it's more fun to think about this society where there's like half naked people <laughs> and then people with regular like modern jeans on. Yeah, it's like, um, you think it's, it's just like funnier a, to think, think of it that way. It's just a trend. <laughs> it's going to pass. Imagine the old guy. Yeah, like, like oh, no, it's going to pass. No, we didn't need that. <laughs> we don't we don't do that. Uh, yeah. Same. We did we did just fine yeah. without that. Yeah, we didn't need that. And he's like, "Ow, my sat on a thorn." <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Actually, it is crazy. I went to Africa and uh, I went to Zimbabwe. This was like several years ago, but nice. um, did this kind of expedition, if you will. And for work or a person, uh, like just vacation? No, it it was not for work. It was it was like a survival trip, really. Um, okay, what do you mean? This is getting interesting. 
my Africa That's story. So, yeah, uh, <laughs> what do you mean? I'm obsessed. I, I can't Please. wait to go. Okay, Please it's share. it was because of my job. Okay, this this is actually one of the great parts of my job is that I come in contact with so many interesting people. And um, I get hired to do this calendar shoot like 10 years ago. And um, the client, it was for a software company, which was kind of weird already. It's like a software company. They're having me uh, do a bikini calendar photo shoot. And it, and it was going to be um, dinosaur themed because the, like, so all the swimsuits had animal print on them and we shot it at Wakiva Springs uh, up near Orlando. So it was like yep. outdoors, animal print, and then the client brought like blow up dinosaurs. I mean, it was really very cheesy and um, shouldn't have existed as like a thing, but uh, the company was called Dino Software. So, okay. But still, I'm like, why are we doing a calendar Sitting shoot? Sitting around for a, a boardroom table. And, and I had done uh, calendars for like a swimsuit pageant, um, the Atlanta Falcons. I shot their like cheerleader calendar for four years. Nice. Um, now I'm shooting this calendar for a software company. It didn't really make a lot of sense. I don't know. Anyways, they can't be bros. I mean, I wasn't company. mad about it. I'm like, I don't care what it's for. Like, uh, like, sure. Like, I'll you know, another cool job and get paid well. And yeah. um, anyways, the uh, client shows up and it's this older gentleman and he's all he's he's like Jack, this dude, right? And I say older, like at this time. So this was. He's probably around 50, but in, like, killer shape. And, um, like, he was, like, your stature, right? But maybe even, like, a little bigger and a little more, like, shredded, right? Okay. Okay, so, like, just to give you an idea. And you're in great shape. So this guy's, like, and I'm, like, I'm kind of already judging him. And I'm thinking, like, this is just some meatball idiot, <laughs> dude. Turns out to be, like, the nicest guy, funny, <laughs> fucking smart. And he's from um, Zimbabwe, and he's got a South African accent. He's a white guy. He looks oh, he looks like Rambo's body with like Anderson Cooper's head. Okay, if that good looking guy. Yeah, yeah. I could send you pictures to go with some of these stories, so that if you want to like pop them on screen, because I have the perfect. Yes, please. Yes, okay. Please. <laughs> All right. You might have to remind me later. Like, paint, hey, I need the, the photo of uh, this guy or this. Yeah. Um, yeah. Okay. So, I have to show you now. This is this is Murray. Okay. Am I lying about my description? Oh no. <laughs> fucking. He's jacked. Yeah. 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 He's a fucking assassin. Like Wow. Okay. Like, looks mean too. Yeah. Like this is also him. <laughs> <laughs> All right. The the owner or like one of the owners I guess of the software company. Interesting yeah, line kind of, of work. Okay. Kind of bizarre, right? Okay. What so, kind of software do you do? So, I don't even remember. <laughs> so it's military software. Yeah, but, uh, I don't know. Like, so uh, had a f it was a great shoot. It was a really fun shoot. And um, at the end, he's like, he's like, hey, you guys, if you want to come to dinner, I'll take you out to dinner afterwards. You know, it's all me. And of course, all the models are like, no, I'm gonna go home. Whatever. Me and my assistant were like, yes, like. Let's do it. Like, that, this guy's cool. Like, let's go have dinner. And um, we, by the way, this is a good lesson for, like, it never hurts to just spend a little time connecting with somebody. You just have no idea, like, what it can lead to, right? If, if I didn't go to dinner, I would have missed out on the greatest trip years later that I'm talking about years later from that, right? 
um, just because we're like, yeah, fuck it. What do we got to lose? You know, like now maybe one of the other um, models or people from the shoot like actually had some prior plans, but it was kind of a random day, whatever. And sure, I'm sure they're tired, but I just don't. Take the opportunity. Yeah, I'm like, what? Do, I'm gonna go home and heat up some crappy food and Wait, and not so, talk to somebody so new. You brought the models for the shoot. Like well, they, were, they, we all met how there. Does that work? They all met there. Like I hired them, okay. so I knew them all. They were all it, and they weren't even just like strangers. I get that. That could be intimidating if it's like, uh, no, I'm not. I'm, I'm not going off with you guys that I don't know. But like, you know, I was actually friends with all the models. But anyways, whatever. It's uh, you know, no judgment on them. But but I was happy that the. Uh, my buddy who assisted me on that gig, we went and had dinner and he's just telling these like epic stories about living and growing up in Zimbabwe and he was in the Rhodesian army and um, I mean, he's been a part of some crazy things like trying like them trying to assassinate the dictator um, Mugabe, who was a dictator for 40 years up until a few years ago. Um, and uh, anyways, uh, like really <laughs> interesting dude. Um, so if I send you a picture, you have to blur his face out. Uh, <laughs> So, yeah, I'm not going to say his name <laughs> either. Did I already out. say his name? Uh, anyways. I don't think so. We'll, we'll blur it out. If Maybe we can blur okay. it out. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Pro protect the people Bleep that we out need too, to. Yeah. Okay. Um, so he's telling us these stories like, Joey, you have to come to Africa. When, when we plan our trip, bring your camera. You'll get the most amazing photos you've ever gotten. I'll, I, will, I will put you in the lion's mouth if you want, as close as you want to get to things. I'm like... This sounds fucking awesome. Like, yes, yeah, I'm like, hell yeah. <laughs> now, again, look at people tell you people like to just propose things that are like unlikely to happen just to have the cool words come out of their mouth. But he was actually serious like this guy. We, and we stayed in touch and we did a shoot the next year. He's like, hey, we're going to do the calendar shoot again. You ready for it? You know, and. And I was like, hell yeah, let's do it. And, and every time he'd come into town, like we'd also hang out or get together. So we stayed friends. And um, fast forward from that first shoot, like three years later, he's like, he said, Joey, we're going to Africa. He's like, um, these are the dates. All you need is uh, to pay for your flight. I'm like, oh, all right, cool. I guess he's got like a place for us to stay and food. I don't know, whatever. Like I'm thinking like, I guess he's taking care of the... Did you ask the rest of the accommodation? I didn't really ask. <laughs> You're just like, yes. Yeah, no, I'm just like, no, this is one of those things. It's just like, don't think too much about it. You'll think your way out of it, right? Yeah. Just like I told my dad, he's like, You're not going to Africa. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I am. I'm like, Well, we're just really, there's not like a debate. And yeah, that's it. Like, well, I'm going now, you know. So if I don't come back, then you know where it's Yeah, I did organize a dinner before I left in case it was like my last supper, you know? So I <laughs> made sure. Um, yeah. Uh, so <laughs> the, so he puts us in a Facebook group that's like leading up to this trip. And now he's sharing information about the local territories that we're going to be passing through. I didn't really. Honestly, thinking back, I didn't ask many questions at all, <laughs> which was like kind of stupid. I, and normally I'm, I'm pretty like, I want to know details. I just trusted him so much that I'm like, it doesn't matter. Just I'm going either way. Right. Yeah. So um, the reason I only had to pay for the flight is because we didn't have food <laughs> <laughs> or rooms and beds and things. Um, the, the trip was eight days of canoeing down the Zambezi River and we like drank the river water and caught fish for food and we each had one backpack and it was like oh are we bringing tents he's like tents are for pussies 
That is so cool. Yeah, so we slept like under the stars and saw the world as the cavemen saw it. Nice. And uh, it was pretty incredible. It was epic. So I- I'll give you a little more of the detail of it. Please. Um, the, f- the funny parts were like leading up to it. The more information I was getting, I was like, what the fuck did I sign up for? <laughs> right? He's sending us current like, oh, uh, two women killed by hippo in this area. He's like, this is where we're going. <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly like you tried to sell me the Amazon the other day. <laughs> this is how I do for him when we go on trips. <laughs> yeah, so I'm like, um, I, I literally think I was like, hey, you're not really like selling this trip very good right now. It's like guy gets bitten and killed by um, black mamba snake. <laughs> He's like, yeah, we're going to watch out for those. He's sending this all to us as like, hey, heads up. <laughs> Yeah, Two fishermen killed by a crocodile. Like, mm-hmm. so co- every every like three days, there's a new story of somebody dying by some other animal out there. <laughs> that and this is like local news from where we're going, basically, right? Um, two guys got killed, mistaken as poachers. They were accidentally. It was like friendly fire. Anyways, two, like an Italian tourist and his son were killed. This is all like happening at the same time, and um. And I think he, with that, he's like, well, that's, he's like, that's a horrible thing, but it's good for us because it's unlikely to happen twice. <laughs> <laughs> he's right. Though. Well, yeah, like that's lightning. Right. <laughs> he's right. Yeah, I guess so. He's like, they're going to be a little more careful. Statistically, we're <laughs> Statistically, yeah. They'll be more careful about shooting just into the woods when they hear rustling, you know? So, um, oh, at one point he goes, because the Facebook group was like, I didn't know the other guys on the trip. He's like, these are my rugby buddies. And uh, so there's going to be five of us total. So it's like. Okay. With the models. No, no models. No, no models. No. Oh, okay. No, this is just like a dude's trip. Oh, so okay, it's cool. like uh, one guy is a uh, Marine Marine Corps guy, another uh, Special Forces um, Army Ranger, um, the main guy, and another Dude, who's just like a big outdoorsman, and uh, and then me, the photographer guy. So, uh, <laughs> um, didn't ask a lot of questions and didn't really. The guy that doesn't ask questions, yeah. Um, <laughs> I'm sure. I'm sure everyone was excited, but you. I was excited, but also, uh, it, it was like a weird mix of excited, being excited, and being nervous, and um, which kind of got worse. Actually, that went away once like once you got there once and then you kind of like all right because people adapt very fast and that's like the reality it's like the scariest part was it's like it's like going to the gym the shittiest part is putting your shoes on mm-hmm. and then like getting up to go but then when you're there you're just you're in it you're you know it becomes your normal so things normalize pretty quickly and, and that was a that trip was a good reminder of that um makes you kind of not as like scared of the uncertainty of the future um, so he says at one point, he's like, Joe, you're going to need a, a knife with a seven inch blade on it. <laughs> I'm like, why, why seven inches? So specifically, if you don't mind me asking, because that's how far it is to get to the intestines of a large cat. <laughs> I knew that's where that was going. <laughs> I'm like, oh, that makes sense. Yeah. Cause you know, you get the skin and the fat and then exactly. the, it's true. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah no, me ch- so I like, <laughs> I'll get the nine inch. <laughs> 
Um, comes out with a machete. Yeah, with a sword. I'll get the that's Conan, what I did. The Conan what I did sword. In, dude, that's what I did in, ju- in the jungle. When we went in the jungle at night, mm-hmm. I found a machete, and then I took it. Well, that's what you do when you find one. I was, like, I was like, I cannot leave this weapon there. No. It would be unsafe. It was the right thing to do. It was the right thing. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. Uh, so, <laughs> I ordered my big knife. Um, I'm, I'm, like, gathering up these supplies. He sent us this great message right before the trip. You want me to read it to you? It's pretty, yes. it's kind of epic, honestly. <laughs> yeah, I'd love that. And, and it'll put you in the mindset of, like, where I was in my head as we're about to, to go on this trip. Okay. Um, make sure I'm reading this right. Okay, you ready? Yeah. Should I read it in the Did you, like, save accent? this for, like... Read in that in... Yeah, I, well, I have a whole album of, like, my photos and stuff, but I screenshotted his message because it was, it was worthy guy. of... Yeah, okay. Gentlemen, you are about to embark upon the most epic adventure of your life. If you have not shaken hands with your own mortality for a while, I assure you, you will by day two. You are going to enter into the most incredibly beautiful place you could ever imagine, not unlike the fabled... Lost Valley of the Dinosaurs. It is one of the last places in Africa untouched and unspoiled by human encroachment. It, it, is, it is as dangerous as it is beautiful and is something your grandchildren will tell their grandchildren about because it will soon be lost forever. However, there is structure and rules to this wild environment and a clarity that you will not find in any human community. It is built on respect and understanding. Understand that many creatures out there will see you only as food, and the decision to attack will be based on hunger, opportunity, and a reasoned approach, whether they might be injured and possibly impede their ability to hunt later on. They won't just attack without reason, but they could if they feel threatened, territorial, or challenged. So the best defense is situational awareness and mutual respect. Walking off 50 yards to take a dump takes on a whole new meaning when you realize that you are separating from the security of the group and that you cross that fine line from menu item to potential entree for any predator looking around. And you will see there are, they are everywhere. This is their neighborhood. So now, little everyday decisions like relieving yourself or washing your mess kit at the river's edge becomes a life or death roll of the dice. And don't let yourself get tunnel vision or get carried away by the majesty and spectacle of the moment. Because behind that will be danger and an opportunity for something that senses your distraction. Trust your age-old, inch, your age-old and suppressed instinct. If you get that tingly feeling, speak up. You are most likely right that something is wrong. Don't second guess yourself. Finally, get it in your head that you are not going to die for any reason. You're going to fight until your last breath, despite everything in your sentient, overly civilized cognitive head. If you have your hand down the throat of a lion, grab its tonsils and rip them out. If a croc is pulling you into deep water, break your finger off in its eyes. Stick your leg down its gullet and choke it with your own body if you have to, but don't give up. (laughs) I promise all of you that I will give my life to try and save yours. It is my solemn pledge and obligation, and I will take the hit or join the fight as soon as I humanly can. So don't give up for anything. Get it in your head now. On the flip side, I don't want to die either, so I will be doing my best to keep us all out of trouble. So trust me, listen to my instruction, and we will all emerge on the other side stronger and better with the experience of a lifetime. We have two guides with local knowledge, food, fresh water, and the Milky Way above us, unspoiled by ambient light for hundreds of miles. This will be as the cavemen saw the world. I can't wait to share it with you. Wow. He sounds like an incredible human being. He is. If you wow. could say no, but could you send that to me? Yeah. I'm going to put that in 
in like a giant picture or something. That yeah. is very cool. Yeah, that's a cool quote. That's what that's a, a cool message. Yeah. Yeah. What yeah. a good yes to say. Yeah, you get like oh, fuck yeah. Okay. Here <laughs> <laughs> like, shit. Who talks like that nowadays? Nobody. That's like it's when you amazing. hear like old letters from soldiers to their wives and World War Two, and they're so poetic. And now it's like. Yeah. Hey, yo, babe, uh, you know, like it's some dumbed down <laughs> shit <laughs> communication, <laughs> the way we like talk. We were, we were talking, uh, talking about this. Literally um, on the way here. On the way here. Yeah. It was, it was so funny because she took like 10 minutes to write a message because um, she asked a favor to an uh, artist that, you know. Yeah, a musician. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, um, and then I was, we were driving to here and I was like, she started the message when we were home. Yeah. And when we like almost here it's about 20 minutes away she was still writing the message i was like oh shit what are you writing and she just like she took the time to, right. to write it and she she explained like cuz she wanted to 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 look good like cuz yeah. it, it was important for her right yeah oh, now we're like mm, emoji yeah people don't spend enough it's going to get better though yeah yeah i think because you know why chat gbt write me a nice letter uh <laughs> <laughs> That so it's gonna get better. Not yeah. because we're smarter, but because we have the tools that make us sound smarter. Also, it's nice to have those tools. It takes less time. No, it's an incredible thing. It, I heard this, and I think it's the best way it was put. Is that, well, AI will take some people's jobs, but but think of it more this way: AI won't necessarily take your job, but somebody using it will. Yeah, that's it. It's like having a little superpower. You know, it's like somebody that has a cell phone versus somebody that doesn't. Like. Mm. I, I can be way more productive than you. I can get shit done. You know, that's that's a huge advantage if you think about it. Now, we all have it, but this is, like, the next big advantage. And the next one will be, like, an implant in your head. And, and then... Neuralink. Yeah. Are you going to get it? Uh, If I'm, like, the guy who's starving because everybody else has it and they're all, you know, using their super smart connected powers. But, I mean, this is, like, it, except it's not... You don't want to be the first not, one to do it, though. No, hell no. I don't want to be the first one. <laughs> Fuck no. I don't want I don't want to be the first one to do anything that has anything to do with a surgery or medical technology. Um ideally, I mean if you're if you're on your deathbed and they're like, We got this new thing, yeah, fucking do it. Whatever, right? But would you die either way. Like yeah. right away. Like so do, might as well do it. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. Are you an early adopter though when it comes to photography? Um Oh, that's a good question. In some ways, I get well. I'm trying to think. Well, here here's my approach when it comes to um, to upgrading gear, right? Because it never ends. You you could just like spend all your money and you'll never have the newest stuff, right? So I just get what I know I need, and it's gonna last me a while. And then I stop. I stop paying attention to the next camera or the next computer and the next processor and chip and whatever i don't why do you think that is well no what i'm my my point is is it's like (laughs) their marketing is all really good and i'm too dumb to not fall for it right so i just don't look at it i don't let them fool me into thinking that i need like the next iphone update in fact i'm proud of how i i was like doing that upgrade program where you'd get a new one every year and yeah, it would feel cool for the first day that you had it, and then it's the same, the same feeling. And I'm like, oh, all that hype, and I, I 
spent a bunch of money and I just, I like impulsively upgraded to get this thing and it's not serving me any, I mean, there have been, there's some point where it's like, okay, this is going to be a worthy upgrade. So I'm still on an iPhone 12 and now they're on 15. So 15. Yeah. Yeah. I've, I've held out. I'm, I don't know. I don't pay attention. Right. And that's a smart move because if you do, they will convince you that you're, you're an idiot. (laughs) You're an idiot if you don't upgrade. Yeah. But I, 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 this is how I remind people at my uh, when I do my workshop when it comes to say cameras is like because a lot of the guys get into the gear. It's the same thing with shooting guns. Is like you got the gear guys that go out there. They have the nicest gun, this and that, but they suck. They can't hit the target. Right? You're you're better off. It's not always about the newest equipment. It's the person who's using it and knowing what they're doing. Right. I I say it's it's the um it's not the arrow. It's the Indian. Yeah. Right. That makes sense. It's not the tool. It's the uh, it's the tool operating the tool. Sometimes the tool helps, though. Yeah, and and f- for sure. But like, um, let's say when somebody asks me, "Hey, Joey, I want to get a new camera for my vacation," I'm like, "You have a pretty new iPhone. You got you already have it. Like, yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's all you need. Because w- are you gonna edit raw photos? And like, no, you're not gonna learn. So the cool thing is your iPhone will will process the color and everything for you automatically it'll stitch together your panorama automatically without you even have to take multiple photos it'll just do everything you want it to do and you don't have to learn a bunch of shit Hmm. and and it'll do a great job is it the same with the other 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 phone like the samsung or whatever like uh, which which phone is better for photos uh iphone's doing the best job yeah and and again it's like it's so minute because you like if you have to in order to figure out which one's better yeah you gotta like Take multiple photos, zoom in at four hundred percent, and then look at what is it called? Yeah. Pic- pixel peeping. Pixel peeping. Yeah. <laughs> if you have to do that, then it kind of tells you that it's not. <laughs> they're they're all awesome. That's well, the whole dude, point. I didn't know. That's yeah. Why I asked you. No, I know. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Of course. No, no. It's a, it's a it's it's not a bad question, but <laughs> that's the like that's what's. I guess if I sound frustrated, it's about them. It's about like Chevy versus Ford versus dot. Who fucking cares, man? Like, I mean, unless you are a a you're street racing for titles, then maybe it matters to you down to like the most minute little advantage. Mm-hmm. I get that. So for like, you, it might matter for in, for certain things. Yeah. When does it to an extent? Re- when does it become relevant? Relevant though. Like so. Uh, so this is what I always say: is I'm like, think about this. If first off, if you went on somebody's Instagram and you're like scrolling through, and, and I let's use me. If you ask me, different. if you ask me to try to guess what camera was used to take any photo, it is literally a wild guess. I have no idea. That's how not important it is what camera was used. You can't even tell the difference. Hmm. You can't be like, oh, that was a Nikon shot. I can tell because of... Really? You can't fucking tell. You can't even really tell. Like, maybe I can guess what lens was used to some extent. I mean, and, and that is like still a bit of a guess, right? So like lens is kind of important. It's a little more of an artistic like decision, right? Yeah. Um, but what you can usually guess is who photographed, who took the photo. And the style. So again, that goes back to like, it's not the arrow, it's the Indian. Mm-hmm. If you can, if you can't tell what arrow the, the animal was shot with, it doesn't fucking matter. But if if you know that like, oh, this dude always hits, that's the important part. So and and also. I, I remind people, I'm like, oh, yeah, while well, you guys are squabbling about which camera is better, what do you think? No good photos were taken until that last version of the <laughs> of the new Sony came out? Like, <laughs> like every photo before that was shit? 
because they just we didn't have the technology until now to take a good photo. Like, no, iconic photos were shot on a potato. And really, there's some great photographers out there that still shoot on phones too, and and they're oh, yeah, the, not a the literal, literal, stunning. Not, I mean, not like actually potato. potato, but no, that's but you know like, like a dinosaur oh, okay, camera. Yeah, cool, okay, right. Yeah, yeah. Like I mean, just think about the pixels were yeah, a lot lower, and yeah, all the time. Oh, I was like, um, mind um, fuck. Um, I was like, are yeah. you trying to tell me <laughs> that somebody somebody put a he's picturing like a potato, like some some guy, the nutty professor that's like, I can't. Like the first cameras. Yeah, when the you first had camera. He's like, <laughs> the, this potato. When you're you're printing on plates, right? On uh, <laughs> Joey he's, a, he's made a pinhole <laughs> camera out of a potato, <laughs> and there's like he's he's got a potato with a hole in it, and there's a piece of film in a thing, and he's. We and need to test the, this out. Yeah. There's <laughs> like a Coke bottle shoved into it. I'm trying to picture the Frankenstein <laughs> potato camera. That he's picturing in his head. Well, because the thing is, yeah. everything you're gonna tell me for, about cameras, I'm gonna believe you, and I'm gonna. I know be like, this is huh, fun. We since sure? we know about cameras, we should make up things <laughs> that don't exist and talk about it. Oh, that mm. would work. Yeah, because yeah. <laughs> yeah so like, really? the most important thing is your lens filtrometer. <laughs> yeah. Wouldn't you agree? Would you agree? I don't know. So, so, I'm, so I think, now, I think now you, you have put to your fucking with me. <laughs> No, no, you you do. You should take that into account, right? Yeah, because if you don't have the um, the <laughs> if you don't get the right hydro clamp on the bottom of your um, phalanges <laughs> on your, you know, every person that we do a podcast with could do this. <laughs> We'd have yeah. no idea. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I was pretty sure you were fucking with me, but yeah. I wanted I wanted to see more than five minutes. I was like, okay, I guess this dude is very good. I can keep or going. Yeah. Um, <laughs> anyways, where was I? <laughs> what were we talking about? Jesus. We went from... We were talking about gear. Uh, gear. Pixel peeping and, and it does yes. the Indian oh, and the maybe can, you, can I have some water? Yeah. It would go a much longer way to oh, learn about... this one in the cup. No, no, no more cup. Sorry. It, there's just um, um, one on, on this one. I got oh, you. I wanted the fresh yeah. water. Sorry. You uh, drink electrolytes? Yeah. No. No, not really. You should. Really? Yeah. Changed my life recently. How? Big time. Um, like how? What? How different? I I don't feel tired as tired and like sluggish anymore. Okay. Do Do you think it was just because you were not hydrating before? So, what I learned is that no, I was drinking a lot of water. Yeah. But I wasn't getting enough electrolytes in my system to actually. The salts, right? Is that is that what? Uh, sodium, magnesium, potassium, um, <sighs> some other shit. But what do they do? Like, like, uh, but they help you actually, um, they help your cells retain the water or like they, they help your cells to actually hydrate with the water that you're giving your system. So if you just drink water all the time, you're yeah. kind of flooding your system, but you're not really, um, you're not really, really getting the benefit of the water unless you have the minerals, the, the minerals to go with it. Really? Yep. Yeah, electrolytes are minerals in your blood and other body fluids that carry an electric charge. Uh, they affect how your body functions in many ways, including the amount of water in your body. Right. So I thought I was just doing a good thing and drinking water all day. I was actually slowing myself down because I was just like flooding the system and it was sort of counteractive. And there is a... Huh. There is a fine balance, like your your cells need to it, be hydrated, it, and they have to have the minerals to help them use the water to hydrate. Um, 
And then you can overhydrate, you can underhydrate. There's like a sweet spot. But anyways, you're not going to do it really at all without the electrolytes. And I, what I, I, I kind of put this all together not too long ago when, um, first off, I always have low blood pressure. Whenever I go in for like a, do a little blood panel, um, the, the nurses are, they always take your blood pressure and they always tell me, they always point it out when they do mine. They're like, oh, wow, yours, yours is really low. And I'm like, is that bad? Should I be worried? They're like, no. I'm like, well, why'd you say what, it? What <laughs> like, yeah, like you kind of don't like, you can't say things like that in that tone in a doctor's office. Like that. <laughs> <laughs> awareness of yeah huh, like, that's weird you have really low <laughs> yeah you can't say hmm <laughs> like weird you don't use those words no in a doctor's office unless it's serious and you're about to like tell me that i need to make some major change in my life or i'm i'm going down so anyways you're going to hell they they oh actually the last time she's like <laughs> now now they're like the two ladies are like trying to figure out like why is this blood pressure they're like do you run a lot i'm like no, I'm like I mean I do cardio, but like I'm not I'm not like a runner. Like, hmm. Well, you have a bike, no? Yeah, but I don't use it much. But they go, <laughs> "Are you married?" I'm like, "No." They're like, mm. <laughs> "They did not." Yeah, they did. They're like, really? "Are you married so or have kids?" I'm like, "Nope, nope." They're like, oh, "Okay, that's fine." <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, "This is the, this is like the medical talk that's going on to figure out like this is the kind of questions that are like." I don't know. Anyways, How, why, well, it's, why? It's, a, it's environmental questions, right? Like, you yeah, know what's yeah, I guess so. Yeah, I guess they're just they're surveying. Yeah, yeah. can't blame them. But uh, <laughs> I so I brought this up. I was doing a shoot not too long ago with a model who is a fitness model and she's like super ripped, right? Like this chick's in amazing shape, like her muscles are bigger than mine. And she is like 0% body fat. And she also happens to be a nurse that works for a cardiologist. Okay, so I was like, oh, this is the perfect person to like, ask. yeah, ask about my low blood pressure. Like why did, would, you know, I, would I, I, care? I had recently gone to uh, Dr. Um, ChatGPT and I asked it if. <laughs> Are you serious? Wait, do you really ask? GPT. Yeah, about my about well, my low blood pressure. That makes sense because they, they, they yeah. read the medical studies as well. Oh, they're passing the medical exams better than they're acing them. Yeah. Huh. Listen, you won't you're not going to need to like pay for advice. No, cuz the information is 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 there. It's yeah. outside. It, it exists. Yeah, what actually do you guys know that now uh you can just talk to if you pay for ChatGPT, you can just talk to it and have a conversation yeah. in r in real time? Yeah, he showed me the other day. Watch this. It's wild. Okay, so I'm going to I'm going to ask it why you're about <laughs> low blood pressure. What are some reasons I have low blood pressure and should I be concerned? Also known as hypotension can have various causes. Here are some reasons for low blood pressure. One, dehydration. Not drinking enough water can cause a significant drop in blood pressure. Dehydration can be due to excessive sweating, diarrhea, or insufficient <laughs> fluid intake. Two, heart conditions. Problems like a low heart rate, heart valve problems, or heart attack can lead to low blood pressure. Three, endocrine problems. Conditions like hypothyroidism, adrenal insufficiency, and diabetes can influence your blood pressure. Four, medications. 
Some medicines, such as diuretics, beta blockers, and some types of antidepressants can lead to low blood pressure. Five, pregnancy. The There's a lot of things. What's that mean? During pregnancy, which can cause a drop in blood pressure. Six, infections. Septicemia or sepsis is a severe and life-threatening condition that can cause a sudden Wait, how long is it gonna go? drop in I don't blood know. pressure. <laughs> That's surprisingly it's, low. It's going to be the whole podcast. Like B12 and folic acid can cause anemia. All right. Okay. So watch this. Say a lot of shit. Other... How, how Should I know? be concerned? Wait. Should I be concerned or what, man? <laughs> I'm sorry if that was overwhelming. It was. <laughs> In simpler terms, there are many reasons for low blood pressure, like dehydration. Okay, anyways, you get the point. All right. So I went on there, and I'm like, well, I'm not pregnant, and I don't have diarrhea, and I'm not uh, whatever else it said, the other 100 reasons. But I was like, the water thing, interesting. And I said, what can you do to offset it? And it said um, one of the main things was uh, supplement electrolytes. Huh. I was like, huh, okay. Now, I, I actually didn't make any change due to that yet. But then I talked to this model, and she's like, oh, yeah, I have low blood pressure, too. That's why I drank this all the time. And she had Gatorade Zero. I was like, oh, what do you, like, like you drank one a day? She's like, no, I don't drink water. This is literally all I drink. I'm like, wow, okay. And now also, she works out a lot, so she's sweating a lot. So on top of having naturally low blood pressure, she's also sweating her ass off all the time because she works out like a fiend. So I was like, oh. Well, I don't want to have like pallets of Gatorade in my place. <laughs> Let me see if there's just like a solution that's just a a concentrated electrolyte Wait, solution. Isn't there more like uh, isn't there like forty grams of sugar and, and, and uh, Gatorade zero? No, in Gatorade zero, there's no. That's why she was using zero because it's no sugar. But it has like fake sugar. Uh, I forgot what kind. It's not good. It's really it has like all kind of all kind of fake uh, fake sugar. No, how how good is that for for you? Uh, so you I don't know? I don't do that. It's not good for you. So. Um, there's some that are worse than others. Like if you're using, I'm not, not no doctor here. Uh, so <laughs> consult your chat GPT on yourself, but, uh, um, <laughs> but going off of version 4.0, uh, uh, <laughs> I, so I go on Amazon, I find this electrolyte solution. That's just, it's not flavored and it's just potassium, magnesium, sodium, blah, blah, blah. Okay. And, um, I order that. It's funny, it actually, they go into hair and makeup for the shoot, and uh, and when we were walking downstairs, or before we walked out the door, my Amazon package came with my electrolyte solution. I was like, hey, I got my solution. She's like, the fuck? I'm like, yeah, I ordered it when you, we talked about it. So anyways, I put it in my little bottle, and it makes it taste kind of salty and a little, like, minerally, a little bit off. Not Nothing crazy. If Which I didn't tell sense. you, you'd, you probably wouldn't think about it. You'd be like, oh, this is Dasani. Right. So, um... Then I put a little lemon juice in it to just like spice it up. Yeah, give it a little zest, if you will. That's and uh, and actually, I recently upgraded my formula. I buy these little things called um, what's the name of it? It's not squirt. It's something like that. But it's oh, a the little tasting. Uh, yes, thing. Yeah. Little, yeah, the, the mio. It's like mio. So mio has also the shit fake sugars in it. Mm. Okay, All right. so this, the one that I found, I forget what it's called. You can get it at grocery store. It's next to Mio, but it's the most like natural version of a water enhancer flavor. So I got the lemon one, and then it actually tastes like a Ooh. nice light lemonade that nice. I drank. But I'm getting electrolyte in every, 
every time I go and drink out of my, because I keep a couple bottles filled up in the fridge, and that's what I just drank from out throughout the day. And I didn't need a nap, like for like two weeks straight. I would like you felt like your energy. Was yeah, better. I was sleeping better. Nice. I was having better workouts, and and prior to this too, for the very first time in my life, because I think my blood pressure was getting a little lower and lower. But what does that mean, though? What is it? What is it, though? Like, uh, are you gonna have? It means like I'm super chill. Um, Well, yeah, I know that. Yeah. Uh, Well, it does. Yeah, you'll you'll have lower energy, for sure. Um, And also, this happened. This never happened to me until just before I found this electrolyte solution. Uh, A couple times at the gym. You know, I'm having these like sluggish workouts. I'm like, oh my god, I can't get out of this funk. And it, this was just like for like, I don't know how long, but I could say for for sure the last six months, noticeable. But it was probably just a slow buildup. And um, I'd get up from some machine where I'm maybe like like a leg press, and all of a sudden I'm like about to pass out. I'm like, oh shit! And I like hold on to a machine because I was so lightheaded from going low to standing up. Hmm. On top of just like. These were, like, the worst workouts I ever had, like, just tired, you know? So I started taking the electrolytes, and, I mean, literally, like, from the next day, I'm like, oh, my God, I think this has been missing in my diet, like, majorly. <laughs> and and I get a meal prep, so I do, like, delivered meals. And I think with those is that they don't, they don't like, really put salt. They don't do anything much to them. It's kind of like you can if you want, Oh, but really? they sort of like Very leave clean. it pretty, yeah, oh, basic. That's not good. Really? They don't. Yeah, they don't and like- I never add to it, so I'm like getting like nothing, none of that in my diet. Mm-hmm. So no, I'm now just supple. I mean, it's in everything that I drink now. So wait, are the spice uh, the minerals? That that's how you get the minerals, or no? Uh, well, you'll get it from things like um, dark greens and stuff like that. But my my delivery is not fresh stuff. It's like already cooked, so they don't put those kinds of things in it. Mm. So I'll get vegetables, but it'll be like broccoli that's already cooked or some weird, you know, something weird. I don't know. I'm not getting enough of it. Is it good though, like the the service or no? Uh, for me, yes. I do, I do lunch and dinner for like five days a week, and then some people will say, "Oh, I don't. Oh, but I like to cook." I'm like, "Well, do you like to cook every day? You could you could do meal prep for three days of the week." And just, like, take a little load off of your week, right? Yeah. I, I like, so my morning routine is, like, very slow. I get up slowly. It takes me, like, an hour to get out of bed. <laughs> seven minutes to yeah. do your hair. <laughs> yeah, seven and a half minutes. Um, that's, that's if I really, like, want to go full into a day. But I like to kind of just putter around in the morning. I like my mornings to be slow mm. and about you me. Start your day calm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll get to everybody else after I get to, like, enter the world peacefully right <laughs> what time is that like one two like by the time <laughs> i'm done with everything <laughs> so i don't do <laughs> but i'm a night owl i'm so i'll get up you at like edit. 10 yeah i'll get up at like 10 and then i'm gonna make my bed and go dust the counters <laughs> clean up the little cat litter area vacuum with my little dyson um what else Check the cat's water supply. <laughs> Maybe I got to, I don't know, clean off the balcony or something. I don't know, whatever. I'll do my little things. Yeah. I take my little, uh, I have this c- crazy little morning concoction that's just turned into more supplements over the years. It's like, God, I think there's like 12 things in it now. 
anyway, so I got to take out all these little containers and I put little scoops in and I make this crazy shake thing. It's, it tastes nasty. Um, <laughs> it's the worst part of my day, but I like to get it. The, if the worst part of your day is at the beginning, then it's okay. Rest of the day is a breeze. I know. Yeah. That's why I work out in the morning. <laughs> yeah, so I drink this nasty shit. Then I make, I cook this breakfast that is like very, I think, healthy. It's a bunch of veggies. I put them on the frying pan, um, put in some egg whites, couple whole eggs, then like shred a little cheese on it, avocado, a little tomato, little spices and shit. And then I have my nice breakfast, my coffee. I do slow. It's like I grind it, I weigh it, I pour over. It's a whole... Whole process. Yeah, it's like takes forever. <laughs> It's like 3 p.m. by the time. <laughs> like half of my day is gone. Time to do some work. <laughs> yeah, and then I'm like, all right. Now time to <laughs> see what's on YouTube for a minute. <laughs> Guys, that's nine hours morning routine. <laughs> yeah, so seven hours later. I'm like, time to check emails. <laughs> Unless I have a shoot. But my shoots start at like one and they do hair and makeup and then... I don't have to be involved in that, so I can kind of like go back to making my breakfast or whatever, and yeah. What do you, what do, you do? But so you so you get you get to the shoot before or like? Oh no, they that, come they come to me. Oh okay. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. They gotta come to me. It's part of the deal. So Why I have a. That way? Uh, well, okay. First of all, it, I should clarify. Not expect that everybody knows what the fuck I'm talking about with shoots, like and, and what that means exactly. Because if let's say I'm shooting for a client, like a brand, then there's which. If you break down what I do, the majority are shoots where, say, a model hires me to shoot them for their portfolio. So that's a called a, that's called a test shoot. A test shoot just means there's no product involved. Basically, it's just a portfolio shoot. Um, now, there's a lot of photographers that do what I do as a hobby, and they might like do testing for free or collabs. We would say if it's a free shoot, that's kind of like, hey, do you want to do a collab? Or hey, I have this collab today. It's like. That just implies it's like a free shoot. No, no one's, there's no money exchange in it, you know? Yeah, yeah. Like, um, like we're doing now, like kind of. Right. This is like a collab podcast. Oh, right. I hate this word. Yeah. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> I mean, it's free. So, um, <laughs> but like if I do a, a test shoot, I do paid testing. So like you go on my website, you see my rates. It's like uh, 1150, but 150 goes to the makeup, 1000 goes to me. You get... 10 retouched photos. I'm going to shoot you for several hours. Like, and what they do is they come to me. I have a whole setup at my place, like a whole vanity setup for hair and makeup, makeup artist meets model meets. They take that whole back room, do their thing for like two hours. Then I also have a ton of swimsuits and I'm now kind of like synonymous with swimwear photography. Nobody hires me and says, Hey, love your stuff, but I want to like shoot this dress I have. Like they just know what they're signing up for at this point, which is great. I, I love that. Like, back in the day, I was shooting everything. everything. Yeah. You have to, you know? Like, you got to uh, you gotta explore, right? And it's not a bad thing to be known as. Like the no. But <laughs> it, it's, I think it's important over time, and, and not necessarily f just for photography, but to, I think when you start something, you yeah. should sort of try everything, find the thing that, you know, it's like if you can find that perfect intersection of something you enjoy doing, people will pay you for and the world needs, right? That's like, it's the ultimate. So I did shoot a little bit of everything. Um, I shot weddings early on. Uh, I probably shot like a baby or something. Uh, jewelry, just like product alone, cars, um, events, club events, like nightlife shit, everything. Like 
I would just shoot all of it. And I would, if I didn't know it and I hadn't done it yet, I would watch some tutorial beforehand and just do a crash course and then just go, like... Try it out. Yeah. Hmm. And early on, like, when you're not getting paid that much, it's good because there's not really that much pressure. So... You take what... Yeah. Yeah. This is what you have is... Yeah. Now, the thing is, I have a... Uh, an expectation to meet every time. So if I was like all over the place, there's no way I could be amazing. You know, I'd be a jack of all trades, master of none, yeah. right? And the the riches are in the niches, right? <laughs> so, uh, um, so swimwear became my thing. And that was not like something I set out to do. It was because I lived in Orlando when I got into photography. And up there, I was shooting like out in fields and you know, the models would wear, like, jeans and little flannel shirts and shit. You know, it was, like, whatever. Picture, you could picture the stupid photos, yeah. <laughs> like, in your head. As I say it, like, you've seen that up, before. I grew up there, yeah. Yeah, so um, then I was, like, I want to start shooting the agency models that are down in Miami. Mm -hmm. And I would come down here because I grew up here. So I could stay at my parents' house or stay with a friend for a weekend and then set up some shoots with some of the agency models. But then when I would come down here, like up in Orlando, I had my little home studio. So if, if you shot with me, we'd probably do a combination of some, like a studio look. Then we would go drive out to this cool abandoned barn location that I found and, and used to shoot at all the time. And um, when I would come down here, I didn't have a studio. I didn't have any cool parks or whatever to shoot in, but the beach was like the obvious free location mm -hmm. that also like, I grew up on the beach. I love it. I'm like yeah. this is a win-win for me. I'm like I'm I'm at my favorite place to be and doing this hobby that I love, right? So and I think that the camera sort of looks both ways. So it when you're excited about it, it comes out way better. You know, when you're enjoying the process, it comes out way better. So my photos and and I Why think Why do you think that is though? Well, because okay. Uh, hey, Joey, we we make bottle tops. We need you to shoot them. Like, I don't give a fuck about your bottled caps or whatever, but, like, sure, I'll shoot it. I'm not excited about it. I'm not, like, I don't appreciate the bottle cap enough to, like, think it's sexy and know that, like, oh, this is the angle. Because when I look at a bottle cap, that's what I like to see. <laughs> 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 like, if you're into cars and you, like, you're – you're looking at multiple different ways and willing to take a bit more risk. Yeah, yeah right? the guy that's really into um, sports cars knows that, oh, the new Porsche, the back end of it, they did this or the taillights, and they, they know the angles that are like the right. – it's like they they just understand it on a deeper level to show it off better. and It's a sense of like intimacy, right? Like you. Yeah, and, and it's almost like you kind of want to shoot like you kind of want to like your product. that kind of you you want to love the photo that you're taking. I mean, that's the best case scenario. Of course. So when you're like shooting somebody else's baby, it's probably good that you're just like, like the baby. this woman that loves babies. I love babies. Yeah. You're gonna be a great baby photographer. Right. Right. Don't molest the baby though. That's why like you don't have some creepy old dude be the baby <laughs> photographer. It's like what. <laughs> Why most, care. it's all women that work in daycares, you know, <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. we don't trust the guys to do, like, so, um, there's, or, or let's say, generally speaking, women are more into their wedding than, uh, you know, the bride is more into their wedding day than the groom. Well, that makes sense. He's like doing it because she wants it. Like, yeah, he's gonna, 
but for the most part, like when I shot weddings, I shot a wedding. It was kind of funny. Uh, it was the it was the groom's second marriage, but it was the bride's first marriage. So she was so like happy. The guy didn't care. And then I went over to him. I was like, "Hey, man, can I get a picture of you like in front of that window right there?" He goes, "Nah." <laughs> I was like, really? He goes, no, I don't care. I don't want it. <laughs> I was like, all right. He didn't give a shit about this wedding because it's like he's just going through the motions. Yeah. It's not exciting to him. Did he still like her? Though? Did he still love her? The guy, the yeah, guy, I'm sure he did. I have, like, I have I no idea. Know. I have no oh, idea. Okay, you don't Honestly, know like them. You don't know like that. Well, a lo- some a hand, I probably shot 20 weddings like total in my time. Okay. But like mostly at the beginning of my photography like i haven't shot a wedding in years and and don't plan to um if i if you see me shooting weddings something went r- horribly wrong uh another <laughs> yeah i'm like <laughs> sw- swimwear uh market tanked um but uh what was my point about that the fu- oh so shooting what you like right? right so if you are like a hopeless m- romantic that just loves the idea of marriage and you want to get married someday and every time you see a wedding it tears you up like you probably love being in that environment and you, oh my God, these are the flowers. I want to do flowers like that someday. And then you're like taking pictures of the flowers as if it was your own and you're, you know, like, like you're putting together your Pinterest board for your future wedding. Right. That person's going to be just, they're going to be in it more. Now, I think I did pretty good with weddings. I think I, I shot them well. Um, but again, like I didn't care that, like me personally, I don't even think, marriage is like that uh special anymore is like it's not what it used to be right so i don't know in my head i'm a little like not that interested in weddings in general and actually having shot weddings it made it kind of worse because i got to see sort of how much of a little production it is so when you're kind of in the backstage of the wedding and it's the the uh people in the kitchen prepping food and stuff and they're like when's this fucking thing over it's like oh shit good it's almost 11 and they're just talking about it like it's like we got our setup for tomorrow it's like we're on repeat and it's the same thing the next day and they're like get these people out of here all right jeez yeah i i photographed a this was a long time ago i don't do this anymore but i photographed a wedding that was on a, um it was for a tv show so there was a whole production crew yeah and really and they made them uh kiss like over and over for the right shot or walk down the mm. aisle over and over. And then of course the guests are getting like super upset because it's all for TV. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It's just, Oh, that seems so. That it just horrible. felt so yeah. I, the, the going backstage in a wedding made it just seem so much more commercialized, even though mm-hmm. I already know it is, but it just, you, you kind of want to be a little like blind to that side of things in order to, to hold on to the idea of it being special. Right, it just strips it away a little bit. I don't there's know. There's some though. photographers that do it. Maybe it's like more intimate. They do it. It's their thing. They do it really yeah, well. Yeah, of course. Well, like but that's that. the thing. There's people that put a, that put on a sh- that put on a show, and there's just people that live the moment. Yeah, I think. You think so? Like, it's I'm, I can't believe everyone that gets married always like put on like a play or whatever. Uh, well, no. If I, what uh, you described was rare because there was a show involved. Normally. You know, the, the couples and the family, they're like, they're all into it. Yeah. But when you're kind of on that, like, where you can go backstage and you can cross that, like, that oh, so fourth wall sort of, right? Right. It, it It's like if you sat and watched a play, but then they took you back and you kind of saw the chaos behind the stage and this and that, and you were, like, during the play, you were going backstage, coming out front, it would ruin the play for you a little bit. It just, you would kind of forget about the story that's supposed to be happening out here. And now you'd be thinking about like how it's made and, 
and then they're resetting for tomorrow's play and now like <laughs> yeah unless you're really into it but you definitely you yeah have, unless you like, you like that part of that unless you can appreciate maybe that part of it too because for yeah. it to, for it to be to be great out there yeah maybe i'm just maybe, bitter or something i don't know no, no, i mean you've found like what you like and what you don't like and it it's weddings are long hours and what you're describing is i'll tell you another key thing about what i like specifically about because i get the the very obvious things oh, oh you love like hot women like Okay. No, you yeah, that's you cool. Love bikinis, right? This is, love this bikinis. Is I like. just have always just been sniffing them my whole life. Just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> no, but he, I'll tell you this, because remember the the swimwear thing had more to do with the location access that I had available, and the fact that like I like the location. I I wouldn't want to be a New York photographer because I'd be shooting in studio all day, and I just find that very boring. Right. You like being outside. I do. But, well, like I don't even go to the beach on my own, even though I live. 10 minutes from the beach and I'm always happy when I go out and shoot I'm like oh man I'm, I'm glad I have my job that makes me come here yeah. right it's it's like mm. and I, I'll like say that out I'll express that out loud on a shoot I'm like isn't yeah, it's like, like this is a beautiful day I'm like this is amazing yeah I should come here on my day off but I don't but so what I come here more than most people because of what I do do you think uh you don't go on your day off because you know you're gonna go anyway uh no, I just, well, I don't go to the beach just to go sit around and get sun. Um, I used to go all the time. So when I was younger, I used to skimboard all the time with my friends. Like, so I had friends that we were all into that. When there was a little swell, we go surfing. When I lived in Orlando, we would go to Coco and go surf, like on the weekends. So I like doing things in the water. I like doing activities. And those aren't activities that are that fun to do on your own. So I don't really have like that community anymore to do those things. So I don't just go to the beach, like sit down, do nothing. I don't. Know, I find that boring. But, but if I'm there shooting, remember I I do love photography. I think it's fun. I'm, I'm out there. Like I'll just use Sunday as an example. How to shoot on Sunday? Never met this girl in my life, and uh, shows up for hair and makeup. Very nice. Um, I booked this shoot like pretty last minute, and uh, just like I'm I'm hanging out with a cool person. We drive to the beach. I'm like you know, learning about a new person and then we go out on the beach and then I'm, now I'm doing a little problem solving because I'm like, okay. Uh, cause after we did hair and makeup, we go through swimsuit choices. I have like bags of swimsuits. Now the brands just send them to me over the years. So I just, I was curious about that too. Yeah. So I just dump them out. I mean, and I like, I have a ton that I don't even go through anymore cause they're just old and they've been just used a bunch of times. So I kind of stick with the newer stuff, but I, I put out probably 30, 40 options, right? And they're like in little bags. I'm like, all right, pick out what colors you like. And then you're going to take your time, try these on. When you find something that you like, come out, show me. I'll tell you what I think. So we do like oh, a little. Nice. So they're comfortable in the suit that they're wearing. And it's their oh, yeah, yeah. Decision. So that's part of the, like that. my little shoot day for a test shoot. Remember, this is not, we're not talking about shooting for brands. That's like a different thing if I'm doing a campaign. Of course. Um, but for test shoots, which is the majority of my shoots, it's like the one that pays the least, but it's the one that's the most reoccurring the brands are the bigger shoots like bigger paycheck but they happen less often so there's just a mix of all that and then like i do my workshop every year and i have other things i have a tutorial online and so i'm kind of all over the place i have a digital magazine i sell like i do some stuff that just can earn money in my sleep and you right? do uh, twitch on, mon on monday nights. i do twitch on mondays that keeps me nice and connected to my photography community um which is great because if i don't if i do workshop once a year well i don't want to just go radio silent for 12 months or for nine months until i start 
selling the workshop again, it like keeps me in touch with the people that are most, and I'm having real conversations with them. And now when somebody's like, Hey Joey, what do you think? I'm like, Hey, listen, come go on my Twitch on Mondays. I will give you a full explanation in real time rather than a half-assed text because I'm in a rush and other mm. people will learn from that at the same time. So instead of me just wasting my, my little half answer to you that only you learn from, I can let other people learn at the same time. They'll even chime in. It's, it's just way more interactive. So, um, it, so it's not just your work that you're going through. Like you so, invite people to send you theirs. Uh, right okay. So, no? so what I do with Twitch is basically I go on live and I, I just like work on whatever I have to work on at the time. So last night I went through the photo shoot from Sunday and they got to see me like, which this would have been cool if I was a young photographer oh, yeah. and I got to see the guy that I looked up to, like, I want to see your whole shoot. I, I've seen the final ones, but I want to see like, do you take a lot of crap photos like I do? Like how, how many crap so, photos do you take? I, yeah. These are things that are like our mysteries as you're coming up. It's like, do I suck? Cause it takes me a thousand photos to get, you know, 10. No, you don't suck. That's, that's what I do. You know? Um, hmm. You see, like one percent of my photos are edited, because uh, yeah, because let's say you, you asked me to choose a bunch of photos, right? Um, when we were at your place, and you wanted yes. to get it down to exactly a, a, a number that you're gonna edit. So this shoot I did on Sunday, I shot a thousand photos, like just about a thousand photos. I narrowed it down to 150 that I felt were good to send her as proofs. She's picking 10 that are part of the package, and then I edit those 10. So you mm. see one percent of the photos. Mm. It doesn't mean that 99% were shit, but 90% were like kind of crap. 10% were good that she could have picked from pretty much any of the ones I sent her and it'd be a nice pile. Um, right. Now it's just like her preference. It's just preference and, yeah. uh, at the end. Yeah. Actually, she messaged me. This, was, this is like exactly the text you want. Uh, is that the one you posted yesterday? Um... Yes, it's the one I posted yesterday, which was, um, since I don't like to toot my own horn, I'll let this text do it. Uh, <laughs> she wrote to me yesterday about our shoot on Sunday. Hey, Joey, I, I just left a review for you. Already referring you to my friends. Truly love how you run your business. Thank you so much for yesterday. One of my favorite shoots to date. I cannot wait to see these images. Truly appreciate your time and effort you put in. Have a great night. Sincerely, Casey. Okay, then I responded, and then um, I sent her the photos today, the proofs. And uh, she said, I have already favorited 50 images. They look absolutely amazing. If you can let me know your faves whenever you, you can to help me decide for my book, I would truly appreciate it more than you know. Thank you so much again. So she found 50 that she was happy with out of there. Like, that's an awesome. I, and I said, I was like, well, this is a great problem to have. I said, <laughs> go through it with fresh eyes tomorrow. See if you can narrow it down a little more yourself. And then I'll come in and help you from there. So that's like, that's the perfect little outcome of a shoot is like, I want you to feel like you had not an overwhelming amount of options to go through, but you also don't want to feel like they have too few. I, I used to think that by like sending you a lot, I was doing you a favor. And I sent it to this, um, this agency I did a shoot for like years ago in Orlando. And the, um, the lady who ran the agency was also kind of like, she was the, the owner, but slash booker. So anyways, I sent her the photos and she's like, Hey, do me a favor next time. Can you not send me so many photos? This is like homework, yeah, you know? Overwhelming. Yeah, many, and I'm like, ah, uh, yeah. I thought I was doing a good thing. Like probably 400, 500 photos. Oh. Now, but but I thought like, oh, I'm sending her half of the shoot roughly or a third of the shoot. Like, 
And no, sometimes no, no. people probably ask for more too. I'm sure maybe. I've, I've found my sweet spot, which yeah. is like 10% of the shoot. And, and also like if let's say there's some look I shot that I, I want to give them at least like 20 photos to look through for a look. If I, cause I do five looks in my test shoot. Right. Okay. What does a look mean? Uh, like, the like the green bikini, that's one look. Oh, okay. And the blue bikini was a second look. Right. So mm. out of those five looks that are, th that's like a part of my package. We shoot up to five looks. Right. So, um, and I always get through the five and, uh, of course. Yeah. Cause I'm, I like, I bring a flash. I'm like, if I don't get, if we get problems, like we're, we're taking long because maybe I got to coach you because there's different levels of, you know, models that I shoot and some, I have to really like tell them exactly what to do and some kind of flow on their own. And I just lightly direct. Right. Um, I, I can shoot like the last look at night if we have to, and it'll look cool. So it's, you know, it's, I could finish by sunset. I could go into nighttime and yeah. So anyways, I have a little like backup options for, mm. so, uh, I was going to say that, um, fuck, what was I going to say? Uh, what were you talking about? You were talking about the different looks, how many photos we send. Yes. Oh, so what, what you don't want to happen is when somebody's like, Hey, were there any more from that, the blue bikini look? Because they didn't like any of the ones you sent. So you might have known that, like, all right, even though I shot 50, these 10 were, like, the only good ones. But, like, I kind of also know that if I only send these 10, she's going to be like, oh, was that it? And, and the reality might be, like, yeah, that was it. Because you kind of, like, the poses were a little off or something was off. Like, it just didn't, you know, didn't hit. And um, so I'll still send, you know, at least... 20 total, even though I know 10 of those, like, are not going to get selected. It just shows her that, like, now that there's these 10, like, kind of, like, a little bit crappier photos, the 10 that I would have just sent had I just been being, like, these are the Joey-approved photos, she would have wondered if there was more. Right. But I'll sort of prove it, right? So I kind of know. So you have to go a little bit a little bit more to yes. prove that there's no more photo because, obviously, you would send the best photos, right? Yeah, yeah. And then if there's a couple that sucks, then, then you then – yeah, and, and if, if, if you only looked at 10, you would have been like, oh, that's it. And, and if, if you didn't love, absolutely love one of those 10. But if I showed you 20, now those 10 look good next to those other shit 10. When, the, when do you stop? Like, well, how, like how much proof do you, do you feel like you need to send? Uh, again, it's just that sweet spot of knowing that each look, you have enough options to feel like you got to see a little bit of everything that you remembered shooting. Mm. You know, okay. I, I try not to, um, in fact, that's an important thing that if I'm shooting and I like, I'm like, I have an idea. I think this will look cool. If it doesn't look cool right away, like then just cut it. Don't beat it to death because if, if I spent a little too long on it, she's going to remember us shooting that spot. And then if I didn't send those proofs, she's gonna be like, where's the stuff from the, and then I got to like, some look cool admit to failure, <laughs> you know? <laughs> so I just, I just need to use my eyeballs right. and say, this doesn't. Like, no, nah, I thought this was going to work. Never mind. Let's move on and then huh. get out of there. How did you, um, how did you learn, uh, to do that? Uh, because, <laughs> because there were the times where I like forced it and just couldn't, um, uh, throw in the towel and shot there for 10 minutes and it was all crap. And I just, and then moved on and then they're like, and then I don't send those photos and they're like, where's those photos from the. <laughs> the part where we spend like time, you know, like they're not going to say yeah, that that specifically, but they're going to be like, the, what's the amount of time you're going to get? If Is if I'm not feeling it within like a few shots and like move on, that's kind of, huh. yeah. Yeah. And sometimes I'm wrong. I, I might think that like it, 
this is okay. If I could give a little, like, what's the most basic way to take a good photo is of a person, we should say. Um, number one, it, the most important thing is lighting, right? Like, I would, I need to be seduced by good lighting over a cool background. Okay. That's why you brought this. Right. So you look cool. See, I look cooler now with that light. I don't. But fuck this wall, right? <laughs> it's not that important. No. But if I look shit and the wall look good, I still look like shit. Yeah. And I'm the subject. Like, I, sh I should get, like, uh, preferential lighting and <laughs> aesthetics. <laughs> the hero right? of the shot. Yes. Right. So sub the, the subject yeah. is, number one, yeah. has to have, like, like, Crappy lighting on a model with an amazing backdrop. Just then get rid of the model and take the picture of the scene. Mm. You're better. That's a better photo. <laughs> that's true. Okay, so so let's say I go out on the beach and here's the sun, and honestly, like, if the sun was off to the side, and I do like what would be called like split lighting, it's like hitting from one half. More that, dramatic. That's cool. Yeah, it has a little bit of a dramatic look. There's a lot of shadow in it. I could do from it. I could be backlit where the sun's behind her, and she's gonna be a little more washed out and. That could be cool. They just have different feels to it. Or I can have the, the you know, just flat lighting right on her and and go with that. And and then she'll just pop a lot more. It's not mm. really dramatic. What, Which one so, do you like most? Uh, it's, it's not about what I like most. It's about, okay, well, this was the other part. So let's just say I know those three options. She'll look good. Cool. Is there other option than those three? Yeah, you could you could have a little like you could have her mostly shadow with a little like edge lighting and it'd be extra dramatic like more shadows than light could be more dramatic looking but effective. Okay. I wouldn't want to do the whole shoot like that. I ultimately want each shoot to have a variety. Right. So like some of the shots were backlit, some were split, some were I I just don't want to feel like I'm on repeat throughout mm -hmm. the shoot. Okay. But but then let's just say okay, let's say three of these options look really good. To my eye, right? Yeah. Um, well, but what if that option one behind her is literally a fucking dumpster fire? I'm not gonna do that. So cancel that. Now let's look at option two and three. Option two is like looking down the beach and there's water and sand and the sky and there's nice clouds and there's some hotels. So it's like a lot of things going on. Like, okay, that's not a bad scene. And then what if I swing around this way and now this way is just sand, water, and then in this direction, the sky, there's no clouds, it's just flat. That might look kind of boring. So mm. I'm going to pick the one that's the best combination of yeah. has to have good lighting on the subject, but also I, I always think of it as like this. You still have four corners to fill, <laughs> right? So it's kind of like combining a, a portrait photo with a landscape photo, and I want the best combination of those two things. Mm. But okay. portrait being number one. If, if, if it was a boring background in every direction, then I'm just going to choose which one makes her look the best, right? Okay. Or let's say option two, she looks amazing. The background is kind of boring. Option three, she looks okay. The background is phenomenal. I'm going to go with she looks awesome. The background is okay. The first one. Yeah, so it's like it's kind of like a weighted decision, right? Right. That her looking good has um, – is more important than the background, so I'll choose that over the cool background. Makes sense. So, yeah, so that's that's it. It's like finding that little combination. And I just the other thing is I see uh, when I'm when I'm doing my workshop, the photographers that kind of um, they're the 
newer photographers or, or like the most novice, uh, they're just shooting really fast. It's like what they're doing is <laughs> they're, they're, it's funny because there's a lot of things that I do with the camera that are the same with the gun. So rather than having it on automatic and just spray and pray. <laughs> yeah, that's what it's called. Right? It's the same thing that photographers do. They're like, and you cannot even be thinking and processing that fast. You're, you're shooting and then crossing your fingers and hoping something's stuck. And then you go back to the computer and then you're like, dang it. And you have all shit in there, right? It's the same that's thing. That's what I do. <laughs> so, so I tell them, like, look at, don't be the fucking dumbass stormtrooper that's like, <laughs> and like not hitting anything. Be the freaking Jedi. It's like one shot, you know. But like, you took a second, and then you sniped it. That's that's mm. what you should do with a camera. It's like if you if you stopped to think about like what looks good, and slow down. That's that's probably the thing that, as I got better over the years, I just slowed down. So I actually take less photos, hmm. the better I get. Because I I just see it. It's like right in front of me, especially not shooting in a studio. Studio's different because you're, you're shooting with a strobe, so you sort of have to test the light and then go look at it on the screen and see how it came out. So you, you kind of have to, like, shoot and then check. When I'm shooting with natural light, I get to see, like, just like right now, right. we can see how the light looks on me to decide if it's good or not. Yeah. Right? But shooting outdoors, it's the same thing. I can just see it. I don't, I don't need to take a picture to test the light. I can just look at you and be like, no, oh, you look like shit right here. Let's move. <laughs> Sucks. So are you, are you shooting uh, all natural light? Like 99% uh, of the time, yeah. So when I do a campaign, okay, so yeah. now we move into a little other area. So let's say some Ooh, brand hires me. There, um, yeah. I need to pee. Oh, okay. Yeah. Break. To, all right. <laughs> it's like a tiny house. Yeah, no, it's nice. And we're, we're back. Oh, dude, sorry. I, it's okay. Uh, can I have more water, baby? Nice. I'm going to gift you a little electrolyte solution. Oh, yeah, please. Yeah. Please. A little lemon squirt. <coughs> I want to buy one of your shirt, too. You know what? I'm about to get more made, so I'll, I'll make you one. You don't have to buy it. Nice. Yeah. I give them to my friends. Cool. Yeah. My uh, buddy wears his in Costa Rica. It's like one of my best friends. And um, what does he call it? It's like go Golden Boy. It's He says it's his Golden Boy, which is a reference to Seinfeld. I guess he had this shirt that like he had forever, and he <laughs> called it his Golden Boy. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, Joey, I need a new Golden Boy. <laughs> Is the go to is the go to shirt is the yeah. one that you wear the most. Yeah. It's the thing. Um <laughs> <laughs> fucking Seinfeld. The best. What were you saying? Oh it was it was very good. Uh I think we were about to talk a little bit about campaign shoots. Yeah. That was like yeah. a it's like another little different area. And that's where you do a lot of those. Yeah, uh, well, so I kind of have, like, my busier season. That all happens in, like, the first half of the year for the most part okay. um, because Miami is pretty dead during the summer. Nobody wants to shoot down here. It's too hot. It's too rainy. Yeah. It's just the weather sucks. Um, so, the the yeah, the, the summer is really, like, it is, like, my summer vacation. It kind of is a time that if I want to travel and go do shit. Like, I'm leaving Sunday. I'm going to Mexico for a week um, for this Swimsuit USA pageant. Um that will be interesting, but I'm I'm just going as like essentially a guest for the 
photographer, so I don't. Okay. I'm not like a staff person, um, so I don't really have any pressure. It's it's it'll be more of a vacation to me with like a little shooting, as I want. Um, so it's the coolest. You get to go just because you're known to do that, and they think you're gonna take good photos. Yeah, I mean, I still have to, to pay for my room and stuff, but um, yeah, I'm getting a, a good deal, and like I have no obligations. Um, it's cool. It'll be a fun thing, and and I'm also hoping that nice. I can maybe figure out a way because I do this every year and there's another event similar that I go to and I'll do a little mini workshop and then that pays for the shoot. And then I make content for my digital magazine and then I come out like a net positive out of a trip that I paid for, you know, so international. or Yeah. International? Yeah. Yeah. This one's in, it's, it's near Cancun. I'll fly into Cancun. Chris is coming as well. Oh, uh, cool. With Lex. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. So it'll be cool. I'll have some friends with me and, yeah, we'll be running around. I think there's like 50 models there that are all competing for this title. Um, one of my closest friends, she was Miss Swimsuit USA like seven years ago or something. So I've known about this for a long time. Like, yeah. Uh, I used to shoot a swimsuit pageant for like six or seven years. It was called Tropic Beauty. They don't do it anymore. Um, but they would do little contests throughout the year in all these different cities and the winners would all go to the world finals in Vegas. So then there would be a hundred models. Yeah. There'd be a hundred models competing for the finals. And, um, I can never go back to Vegas because I'll never have the Vegas experience. I got the best Vegas experience possible all those years. And I'll explain why, because I went once, the first time I went to Vegas with, was with some buddies, and it was like a bachelor trip or something. And we were 21-ish at the time, early 20s, broke. So, like, us going to dinner, I'm like, oh, my God. Like, how much did that just cost? <laughs> like, that kind of <laughs> stuff, you know? I went and, and gambled for the first time. I took $100. They're like, yeah, you give I didn't even know what I was in. They're like, give it to that guy. Uh, okay. And then, and then all of a sudden it's gone. I'm like, what happened? <laughs> Like I didn't even do anything. It is I. I've never lost a hundred dollars so fast. I, I've hated gambling ever since then. I never. I, I've never done it again. I don't like gambling. Either. I hate it. I'm like. It's the worst. It would have been more fun to like look at it on fire. Like <laughs> if I lit it with a match or something, I would be more involved in losing it. You know, but, um, or like flushing it down the toilet, like we, and then that would be more enjoyable than just handing it to some guy in a suit and then spinning a thing on the table and then. That's it. They're like. Next. <laughs> what? <laughs> Anyways. My, my friend likes to play blackjack, though. He was up uh, 60 grand last year. Yeah, I'm sure if... Um, I mean, <laughs> I could see how it could be fun. And I did get into poker for a little while, but just like bar poker where there was like no stakes, really. It was like some little buy-in or some shit. But uh, I don't like casino gambling. And I also shoot for the Hard Rock in Tampa, and I've been shooting for them for like shooting a calendar basically for them for like shit, I don't know eight years or nine years or something like that it's mm. been a long gig and um so I, I've done many shoots in the casino and I've like spent days in the casino and we'll shoot like all day and, and I'm just like oh my god there's these old people are here all day like it's like <laughs> it's weird because I also know that there's like people leaving a casino and then like killing themselves because they've just like lost all of their money. And then like that money like 
hey, we need a new sign over the burger place. It's like that sign was like paid for with the life of this old guy. <laughs> like it's kind of weird in there. I don't know. I get these weird feelings in there. Maybe I'm just like morbid, but like, um, it also, yeah. it also provides jobs for yeah. a bunch of I'm people. I'm like, look at that chandelier. I wonder how many people had to lose all their life savings and some of them <laughs> killed themselves <laughs> for that beautiful chandelier up there. It's gold. Did you see it? It's gold. Because <laughs> there's like a weird dark side to the casino. Oh, shit. You really hate casinos. I hate it. No, I don't hate it. I can't say I hate it because I... You're like one of my clients, but <laughs> <laughs> no, but I just, my combination of like losing my hundred dollars when I was 21, <laughs> it's a lot to me. That'd be like, that was a that'd course. be like losing a hundred dollars today. <laughs> <laughs> it hurt a lot. <laughs> Still. You, ne you never financially recover I, from it. <laughs> I, man, I will never financially recover from this. <laughs> I that The Tiger King stole that from me. <laughs> How cool was Tiger King in 2020? <laughs> oh, my God. The best. Um, free Tiger King. So, okay. So, I went on this casino trip or the, the Vegas trip with the guys. And then it's like four of us are like sleeping in a room, like people on the floor. I mean, you know, we're just, we're, we're like glamping basically like in Vegas. And it just sucked. It was like we got a table but it was some shit table in the corner and like, I don't know. It just, uh, the whole, it was goofy, right? I didn't have a great time. And um, I just felt like, okay, that like costs a lot of money for very little fun. Fast forward, get into photography, end up, um, I, a model that I worked with in Orlando was one of the contestants of this uh, Tropic Beauty pageant. And she was like, Joey, we got to get you out there. It'd be so great if you were one of the photographers. So she was friends with the owner. Um, mentions me to the owner. The owner says, okay, we could use a, like a secondary photographer on this next one. Mm -hmm. So I, I go out for the first time, probably in 2011 or something like that. Maybe. Yeah. Around then. And, uh, they ended up like using all my photos for the calendar and not the primary photographer, which was great. Oh, wow. oh, so cool. then the next year I was the primary photographer and he became the backup guy. Huh? She probably sucked for him. And then, <laughs> whatever. Uh, <laughs> zero, man, zero. Yeah. So you got so, them all. So, um, so then the next year, I was like, let me hire the, like, the other guys, right? Huh. Let me put my team Bring together. Team. Yeah. Okay, so you got, and then, so got then I kind of, the money. She, and, and what she liked, because I became, the, like, sort of the lead photographer or like sort of the director of photography as well. So I was starting to like bring on the second person and then the third. And then by the last year we did it, I had a team of like, I think four or five of us to shoot all the girls. I think it was like four primary photographers. And and I didn't pick guys that were like less than me. It's not like when you do like, think of like a stand-up comedian. They don't want the, the, no, they want the best opening one. act. They want the open act to kind of suck. So they, it, not suck, but be worse than them so that they shine. Yeah. No. I, I was bringing out like, Killers, yeah, yeah. they're awesome. Like, I didn't necessarily get the, the cover shot every year, you know? So it was, like, we had the amazing, like, the dream team um, going and shooting this thing. So then we would split it up, and the four of us would each shoot 25 of the models, if my math is correct. Uh, so, yeah, we'd shoot 25 girls each over three, two and a half days. So, like, um, 
five in the morning, five in the afternoon, five morning, afternoon, five morning, right? Done. I was there for a week. So my work was done in like two and a half days. Oh, cool. The rest of the trip, I got to live like a hot girl in Vegas <laughs> because they set up all these incredible, every day there was a like, we're going to the Wet Republic pool party and we have the all the main cabanas that are like $15,000 cabanas for the girls, obviously, right? But you're there. Can't get rid of me. Like we're we're part of the group. I'm one of the gals, essentially. <laughs> so our little team, and and these are like my friends. So yeah. I got to be with my friends, doing all the stuff that we'll never afford to do in nice. Vegas. <laughs> the parties that like they, there's mansions in the hotels, like the MGM and stuff. They have or MGM or Mandalay Bay. I forget which one we stayed at a few years because we did different hotels. We did like MGM, Mandalay Bay. Um, I forget one of the other ones we went to. And uh, one of them, there's, like, rooms you don't even know about because it's, like, to get to them, you have to go through these layers of security. And then they're, like, literal mansions that these high rollers can rent. Hmm. So it's not some hotel. It's not a big hotel room. It is truly, like, a mansion. Like, you walk in. There's multiple floors. Like, you feel like you're in this giant house. But it's, like, kind of built into the casino just in a part that nobody ever really sees. And there's like a grand piano in there. There's a butler that comes with it. There's a pool. There's an indoor pool. There's a this, a that. And then like the freaking high roller guys are like taking thousands of dollars of chips and throwing them in the water. And the girls like, ah! And the girls go jumping in after them, you know, in their bikinis and stuff. It was crazy. And then we go to these pool parties during the day. We go to clubs at night. We're like hanging out with like there were celebrities there. Um, I... When uh, like Dan Bilzerian was always there with like his crew and stuff, and um, we'd be all the tables behind the DJ booth at the best clubs in Vegas. Like again, I had oh we'd go to Cirque du Soleil shows. Hmm. We did like the cool all the other little touristy stuff too. We went to um, Fremont Street, and I got to do the um, uh, zip line because they wanted me to like video from one zip line of the girls going down to zip like so i got to do like everything that the girls got to do it was awesome <laughs> free food we got employee uh cafeteria like the uh, edr downstairs like ice cream all day whatever it was awesome like greatest yeah it was the greatest nice. trip it was free and i got paid to go like i got paid all had my own room like it was incredible like i'll never go back to vegas i'll never it'll <laughs> never live up to the trip that I got to do for many years, thanks to Amy and Tropic Beauty, it was a very cool uh, trip. So, anyways, uh, yeah, this trip uh, next week is very similar because it's a similar type of pageant. But I, again, I'm not staff, so I'm not like. Uh, I guess I still get to do everything everybody else gets to do. It'll be fun. We'll see. It's a different um, group, so. But it could be like the new little start of a <laughs> yearly <laughs> tradition. Yeah. yeah, we'll see. Yeah, but. Yeah, it's fun. This is a very cool. I didn't do a lot of traveling early on in life, and I just kind of had boring office jobs, and I was doing graphic design hmm. and photography. I needed an outlet because my jobs were just sort of like so just not challenging and not really that creative. Um, my first job outside of college was I thought I was going in for a graphic design job. Like I wore a suit to the interview. And they all looked at me. It was at a sign shop. And my I had this internship for McDonald's up in, uh, like, you know those big, goofy McDonald's up in Orlando? Like, mm -hmm. the giant one, and they're themed. You know they have gourmet McDonald's? Really? Have you ever heard of that? No. In Orlando, there's there's a it's like the biggest franchise of, Orla of 
of McDonald's. iDrive, probably. One of them's on iDrive. There's 13 stores up there that are all a part of a franchise, which is the biggest franchise of, I, I believe, at least at the time, it was like the biggest um, franchisee uh, owner of McDonald's restaurants, I think, in the world to have that many stores. And they were like big stores and they were... Um, they would use them as like testing for certain things. So they did stuff there in Orlando that you wouldn't find at any other McDonald's. So they did like gourmet McDonald's oh. where you get like a panini and there were people behind there wearing like the white chef hats. Really? Yeah, it was like very bizarre. They're, are they um, still doing that? I don't know. I haven't been up there in a while, but I, I, Can my boss, check? so I used to make the like coupons and stuff that would go out. Like I would design the coupons and just little flyers and brochures and things uh, for those stores, those specific stores. Yeah. And uh, my boss would always give me, like, free vouchers for meals. So me and my roommate, <laughs> like, we're eating gourmet McDonald's all the time. Uh, <laughs> I don't know if it was good or bad. I'm not really sure. I don't think it's healthy. Gourmet does not mean healthy. Um, it just means, like, nicer presentation, I guess. That's true. I don't know. That's yeah. true. I've, I w we talked about uh, the other day how cool it must have been to eat at the first McDonald's when it was, like, actual real food that they were, they were serving. Yeah, I guess. I wonder how. What, well, what, it was what did it taste like? Probably like an In and Out. Think so. Yeah, In and Out's good. It's it's a shame that we don't have it. We don't have it here. I don't, but I don't get all the hype to be honest. I like it. Not the fries though. I don't like the fries. See, I wouldn't even really like care about any French fries in the world enough to like have an opinion about them. You know. <sighs> yeah, but I'm a fatty. Yeah. Do you know the McDonald's fries? Um. Are real or they kill you? Did you know that? No. Yeah, that's just a fact. Delicious though. Yeah, they're really good. <laughs> <laughs> they only use a certain kind of potato that can it, it grows long enough so that the fries are nice and long, and then they, I believe they bleach the potato. I don't know. I learned this on Instagram, and <laughs> it's probably true. So it's good very, source of truth. Yeah, <laughs> it's very reliable. You can fact check me, but uh, it's true. <laughs> um, some kind of special potato. It's, I think it's bleached because it does, they don't want any little black spots in it and stuff. Huh. They do weird stuff to that. Remember the pink slime they used for the chicken nuggies? Oh, yeah. Didn't pink, that? Like pink, the sauce? Pink goop. No. The pink like, goop. Yeah. What is that? Th like It wasn't real. I think there was like a whole argument that it wasn't real chicken and it was made out of this. I don't know what the goop is. Basically, at some point, the process of making the chicken nuggies was leaked. Okay. And it's like, like some pink sludge. Because it's it's like all of the fucking chicken. It's like the chicken's like beak and like asshole and all like everything oh, is grinded up and like so it was comes out in a pink okay. sludge. Really? But, but I think with like fillers and stuff. Yeah, so that's why it was too. Yeah, it's like a bunch of fillers. It's a But when you grind chicken it looks disgusting though. We grinded chicken the other day and it didn't look very The good. pink sludge yeah, is different. But it was like not neon pink, but it was it didn't look right. It didn't look great. Yeah, well, but the, it was the good. McDonald's we, made one. The, we made the patties, and it was it was it was good. Well, but this one, the here's the a, if anyone ever feels like they got canceled, just remember the pink slime and the fact that McDonald's is still around. They got through it. They got through it. Yeah, if you ever get canceled, be like, you know what? This is just my pink slime phase. <laughs> we'll get past phase. This. <laughs> this is my pink slime phase, and if my, McDonald's people still eat that, knowing it's killing them, they will eventually like me again. Yeah, yeah. maybe. It's Maybe. delicious, though. It's, it's yeah, it is. It is som sometimes, good. not all the time. It's weird though when you stop eating it for a really long time. You don't crave it. You don't crave it, and then when you do eat it, it fucks you, you up it all the time. Yeah, yeah. Because I eat McDonald's like once every like 
five to ten years. Did you know there was sugar in the in the bread, like a lot of sugar? Oh yeah, yeah. Bread shit. Actually, you know what disappointed me when I found out how much sugar is in? Well, I, not all, but the the rice that's in sushi is easier to be really sticky when they put a lot of sugar in it and it no almost way. tastes better. Yeah. Really? So sushi rice is very sugary. I wonder if um, if the one uh, beside the place. Our friend, the sushi chef. Yeah, he's great. He's um, he, he's a uh, um, Japanese guy. Came I could be wrong on that. You should fact check me on that too. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, just. We're just going to fact check the whole thing. <laughs> Chat GBT, what is the deal with sugar and sushi? Please ask. Should I? Should I? Yeah, let's go. Okay, Please let's, ask. let's give it a shot. Because um, this is an interesting uh, question. I've been... Often added sugar. Yeah, the rice. Huh. Is there a lot of sugar in sushi rice? Yes, sushi rice often contains sugar. When making sushi rice, oh God, it's here we go. with a mixture of rice, <laughs> vinegar, How long sugar, is that? and sometimes salt. This gives the rice its characteristic flavor, which is slightly tangy and sweet. The exact amount of sugar can vary depending on the recipe or restaurant, but it's one of the main ingredients used to season the rice. Yeah, so, huh. yeah, sushi, not all that healthy. Do you if think you it take would out the rice. tastes good with maple syrup? Do you Canadians put maple syrup on everything? Well, I just figured it might be a, a better sugar to use. That's, my, the, uh, that's my sweetener. Yeah. That yeah. I use for everything. Yeah. He my, made my me dad switch. used to be one of the biggest producers of really? maple syrup in the world. Yeah. Amazing. Yeah. Great well, egg. I grew up in, uh, on, uh, 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 well, how do you say that? I, I, like so I grew up, all my life, we made we made maple syrup. Oh, wow. Yeah, it was fun. It yeah, was the fun. first thing he made me do with my coffee was switch it to have syrup in it. That's oh, what, yeah. if, if I do changed. sweeten, so when I make iced coffee, it's just maple syrup. Um, Even in hot coffee. Yeah, it's it's what I use for for any sweetening uh, in smoothies and stuff. Yeah. yeah, delicious. Yeah, yeah, it's the best. Yeah. So so that's the problem though. I I, I almost never buy it because I I, I always had it. Yeah. Right? And then I I'm like oh I need to pay like so much money and then because my dad used to give me like mm. a bunch of cans. Wait, how do you get maple syrup out of the tree? It's you, like really cool looking. You, you pop this little like thing into the side of the tree and it just starts pouring out like a spout. Yeah, so it depends. You can you can do it, you can do it two two different ways. Well, so basically you you you, you pierce a hole in the tree about okay. um, this 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 deep. Okay, two in two not, three inches. Not the two length of a half, knife. Two and a half. Not a seven inch knife. Not a okay. About the size of my to get to the intestines. Got it. Yeah, <laughs> to get to the intestines of the of the tree. So you do that, and then so the first the first method, the old method, the the, the first one. You um, you put a bucket in in there, right? And okay. then the water, um, the tree water would go into the bucket. Then you would have to go around with a horse or quad or whatever it is, and um, have a big tank, and then pour the bucket into okay. the tank and go back to the um, to the camp or whatever, and then boil it and then boil it to make to make maple syrup. But then now, it's <coughs> it's. Cool. Oh, you boil it, so you're just you're boiling it to evaporate the water to leave you with the the with pink the, sludge. The sugar, yeah. Got it. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. so the, the the thing that you want to do is, if if you don't concentrate the water, so that means it's um, uh, inverted osmosis that we use to to concentrate the sugar amount in the water, right? So you want to get it around twenty to twenty five percent, some some like that. Okay. Um, and then that way. When you boil it down, um, wait. You put sugar in it. 
No. Oh, okay. No, all the right. water is already sugary. Yeah, yeah, I got it. Okay. So when it, you can drink it, and it's a little bit sugary. Yeah. And then, but 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 when you when you drink the concentrated concentrated water, then it's more sugary, right? It's about twenty percent sugar. It's incredible that a tree just pisses out glucose yeah. and fructose. Yeah, it's nice. Incredible. But um, so then so then you can boil it down, and then depends on depending on how long and um, so how much sugar you have. It's gonna ha- it's gonna give the the color. Yeah. So the lighter the lighter the color. Um, the less sugar it's gonna have, but then the the more so lighter you can you you're gonna make. Um, that's that's what we use, right? It's a little bit less tasty, but this is it looks mm, pretty. Okay. Um, when you go darker, um, then it's there's more sugar. It's more concentrated, but it's a little bit more. Um, it's it's darker, so yeah. it looks it looks uh, less pretty. Wow. But essentially, now what the cool thing is is you have. So you have the camp, and then you have all of the forest. Right? Yeah. So you want to you want to have highways of may like a, a, of tubes. So it's plastic tubes about like this size, or a little sometimes bigger, but you know the, the one inches tube. Um, that's gonna be kind of the highways that you're gonna you're gonna be able to reach all of the trees. Think about like roads. Yeah. It's the, it's the same. So you're gonna you're gonna have highways. You're Jesus. gonna have boulevard. You're gonna have smaller Why? smaller roads, right? Why do maple trees in particular produce this amazing sweet no idea juice this tree blood no idea but like a palm tree just shit juice <laughs> you know like what's the what's the deal with maple trees I don't know I don't know ChatGPT was it interesting no but yeah it was it was very fun i got to work with my dad i worked i got to work with family i was outside um i was uh i was alone i was just listening to music when we were because that's the thing it depends it depends what see what time of the season it is right because you have to prep you go through everything uh, every part um every year so so at at first you need to you need to check that the tubes are are good because if you have holes in there and them then you're gonna lose pressure, and then the way the way it works, right? You, you record everything, then you have suction into into the tube. So you connect all of the trees to the suck to the pump, and then and then you pump the water to the to the main to the the main camp. Oh wow! It kind of looks like there's just the trees have a ton. I mean, blue was the most God. common color. So it's like, like a bunch lines. of tree catheters. It's like a yes. weird. Yeah. It's That's like a, a good yeah. description. They're they're plugged in. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's yeah. kind of creepy looking. Um, <laughs> I don't know. I just picture like a bunch of old people all hooked up to catheters walking around a little like they're all dying. Are these there's trees healthy though? Like with, yeah. 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 So, there's, so, so there's ways So because when you drill the hole, right, you, you, you mm-hmm. have, so there's about one feet. There's going to be a line in the tree about one feet. That's going to be dead. That's going to be ah. a dead tree. Dead part tree, but it's not very it's not very large, so it's just like about maybe an inch to, to that. Yeah. So what you want to do is you want to you want to put the hole um, at strategic strategic place, so you don't. So so f- so first of all, you want the you want the the tree to give you water, right? Because if you pierce in uh, in a dead place, then you're yeah. not gonna get any water because the the tree is dead there. So you want you want to pierce in a healthy vein, a healthy almost, vein, right? or got whatever. It. So you're gonna have the water, but you still want to keep the trees. So you want the pierce where the tree is gonna handle, you know, regenerating, regenerating. 
Huh. This word. But over time, you're kind of. Um, but it depends because the tree gets grow uh, g- gr- it grows, so it gets bigger, and then and then so you have more more um, more spot, and then and then so the thing is that you want to allow the tree to be a certain size, right? So it's big enough, so you don't kill it after a few years. Right. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Because if you kept just sucking it dry, it's like some dude then that then had sex too many times and he's got just drained his balls. <laughs> right? I don't think that works like that. Yeah. <laughs> I know, I'm trying to think How of something. How many times that, that is, though? I don't know, like four times. Four times? In like 12 hours. It'd be a lot. So there's a really good documentary on maple syrup. <laughs> really? <laughs> it's, uh, yeah, it was um, there's the, an episode the of, great uh, in Canadian... It's yeah, it's on Dirty Money. It's uh, the Great Canadian Maple yeah, Heist. Yeah, is so oh, is there a little under uh, like a black market? Well, not a black it's market because the, the, the are people killing each other? Is there like a mob scene? Kind of. Yeah. Wow. Uh, the mob is the government. Ah, uh, those uh, sons of bitches. <laughs> <laughs> there's uh, there's con- there's supply control uh, of maple syrup in Canada and in Quebec. There's supply control. That's why we went um, so early two thousand. Um, it was still early, so my dad was one of the biggest. We had, I think, one 190,000 um, trees, uh, whatever, in the, f- wow. in the farm or whatever. Um, and then because because of uh, of um, automation and and uh, and things like that, we um, so the 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 operation became bigger. Okay. But the problem with Quebec is the 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 government release a certain amount of new trees that you can harvest each year. And then that's that's distributed between um, the member of the association. Basically, you have to be if you want to sell in bulk, you have to be a member of the so- association. Otherwise, you have to sell in. Um, I think it's the like fuck. Can, how can you put all these rules on trees? No, it's it's bullshit. It's, it's this is insane. They, do they correct me if I'm wrong? But do they withhold like a certain? Yeah, amount that's of the that's the craziest part. So like the oh, the crazy no. thing is you have to sell to them, and then <sighs> they'll keep. I think it's like thirty percent or forty percent or whatever the whatever the, the the amount they'll keep in reserve. So they don't pay you. They don't pay you for this one, by the way. They don't pay. They don't pay you until they sell it, right? Which and could be. Which could be years. Dude, fuck that, man. <laughs> which could be years. My my dad, I think, in twenty fifteen or whatever, had checks for um, fifty grand or seventy grand, but for for production that was like two thousand and one or something. I'm gonna start a. Maple syrup <laughs> fucking <laughs> operation where I'm smuggling it into Canada to. But that's am I the smuggling thing. it out? Am I smuggling it out? No, that's the thing. We're in. The crazy, the crazy <laughs> part is like we produce the whole shit, and that's why I never eat eat crepes in Quebec, any because they serve. We produce the whole thing, mm-hmm. and then we have corn syrup in most breakfast restaurant, like most of them. Yeah, so it's wild. You're That's saying it. that we're not using, can, they're not using the syrup in their own restaurants. No. Is that okay, so we're going to start our own little forest up there that they can <laughs> suck it. We're not even going to know. Okay. No, I think they, they come down on you really hard with Oh, yeah, with no, they're sending the police. Yeah. Yeah, you can't do that. No, 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 no. There's people that, that, did some, that did some time because they sold in... Uh, another province in Canada. So, so let's say you're in Florida, right? You produce yeah. maple syrup in Florida. So you have to sell to the Florida government, right? Otherwise, if you sell to Georgia, you s- if you sell to a buyer in Georgia, then you're illegal and you're going to do time. Okay, I'm strapping kilos of maple syrup. <laughs> 
getting on a <laughs> shitty Spirit Airline flight. <laughs> flying that shit out of there. Fuck that. Why do you? Why do you think I wanted do to they, leave? Do they check for maple syrup at the airport? Well, you, liquids. Uh, I don't know. I, well, I don't heavy, even know that much about the Canadian government, but I hate it. <laughs> like with so with all my heart and Are fury. You, you can't have the gut in your car. <laughs> yeah. No. Oof. No, that's why. That's why we lost so many, uh, so many part, uh, so many market share because we used to have, I think it was over ninety percent um, early two thousand of the world market share in uh, selling maple syrup, and um, because of the uh, supply control, then there's been because uh, Vermont, uh, New Hampshire, uh, Maine, it's about the same uh, temperature. It's about the same uh, climate. Than than Quebec than the than the south part of Quebec where maple syrup is is um, is better um, that's that's where we d- we did it um, but what happened is 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 that people in the U S didn't have any uh, supply restriction on how many trees they can harvest and then so therefore you had um, you know it, it, that part of the the of the world took more and more uh, production every year because. Those guys, they were buying land left and right, and then they would, you know, they would they would increase as fast as they could right. they could um, they could supply it because you have to fucking, you know, build 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 the the build the infrastructure yeah. to be able to harvest it, right? And that takes time, yeah. and that takes resources. So you have to you have to do it a little bit little, little bit by little bit by a bit by bit, and the the problem also is it takes a little bit of time because. Financing sometimes is harder when it's agricultural. Is there, are there some animals that eat off of a maple tree because it's sweet? Is there something? Oh, yeah. What's what's <laughs> the? Uh, I'm still like a little stuck Deer, on what's moose, the squirrel bears all of it. If you all break of off a little piece of the bark and like chew on yeah. it, is it kind of sweet oh, and yeah, nice? Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. You do that a lot. I'm just trying to think of what is the evolutionary advantage to just being such a sweet, sweet tree. I don't know. Mm. Do you, can you find something on this? Sure. Why are maple <laughs> trees so damn delicious? Why is it so damn delicious if we boil That's it down? That's a question. How does that help them thrive? But I think it was the um, it was the Indians that um, uh, figured that out with like uh, um, I th- like for some reason they, they they figured out the the water was um, was was sweet or whatever. Yeah, I think that 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 was how. I don't know. I'm talking out of my ass right now. Yeah. It sounds good. <laughs> I, I believe it. I'm not gonna fact check you. Well, maybe, maybe Whitney, you can, you could, you yeah, can check I'm it out. Reading. I always think so. I went to a uh, interesting. I got to sit in the audience of a, a little lecture by uh, Brett Weinstein. Do you know who yeah. that is? Right. Yeah. He's he's uh, like friends with Jordan Peterson and that crew. Uh, but they were filming for the Peterson Academy. Okay. And What's that? um, they are filming. <laughs> Well, their goal was to be able to provide people with basically like a college level education online, but it's not going to be accredited. So, so basically they, it's, it's an online learning series where they have speakers come into their studio and they film them, you know, maybe three days of courses with a little live audience. And then, um, and then this will all be part of the Peterson Academy online and you get to go learn about all these things. Even if it's not accredited, maybe it's good. So no, they they want to make it where like if you went through it properly, that, that like it would look good on your resume. I don't know. I mean, that's, 
I think it's gonna look, it's gonna look good either way until m- when when more people are aware of it, and then it yeah, I hope they succeed with it. It becomes valuable yeah. because you know Jordan. P- th- there's there's worse person to learn from than Jordan Peterson for sure. Uh, no, I I think he's a a brilliant guy and um, makes too much sense for a lot of people. But he had uh, Brett and Heather Weinstein do a three-day course and i'm friends with mm. one of the um producers of it so oh cool chris and i went and got to just be like audience members and nice. it was an evolutionary biology course and and it now makes me think of like everything i look at in nature i'm like why <laughs> why is that tree so sweet like why for instance why huh. now these are theories right but um like why is a coconut why is the seed of a palm tree made of wood like why is it this wooden big fucking wooden seed basically what do you think that what do you think the advantage of of putting so much resource to creating this wooden shell well protection right it's protecting the seed that's one yeah but what why does what is special about wood what is special about wood What, what can wood do it's funny that we all we and and think about where palm trees yeah, exist. It can float, so you can got, float, right? So it's dispersed. So it's basically like a little boat, mm-hmm. and when it drops it, its goal is anytime a tree is dropping seeds, the the goal is for the seeds to go away from the original tree. Yeah. So it's not competing sure. for resources with the That's original why tree. Fruit, the right. So let the birds take the them away, and then they're gonna shed the seed elsewhere. So the goal is to drop this little boat in the ocean, and the waves carry it away down the beach. Where hopefully it will oh, end really? up back like, on shore, like the mangrove seeds that I showed you recently that were okay. on the beach. Same idea to spread it out. Mm-hmm. Well, what what kind of seed is it though? Like, because uh, I, do, I don't I don't have the image in my head of what a coconut. Yeah, like no, think of a actual like, a co- like oh. yeah, big ass coconut. That is the seed. Oh, yeah, really? Yeah, it can grow into a. Well, I guess tree. it's a fruit. It makes sense. Yeah. Huh. Yeah, or you can just chop it open. Why? Why is there the the the, the water in there? Um, What's the so the actual seed is the coconut. Like, we, do you plant? Do you plant the whole thing, or you just a part? How does that? No, work? you'd plant the whole thing, and then it sprout out the top. Oh, really? Yeah. So yeah, you could take a coconut and grow a tree out of it. Yeah. Huh. We're gonna start a science big ass tree. <laughs> I didn't. I yeah. didn't know that. Yeah. I just thought it was just like fucking. Well, you that was just loose shrapnel, tree shrapnel. I don't know. Just collateral. <laughs> just, ah, we'll just form these balls of wood for no reason. Just because the tree just makes its own ornaments. Um, it's just it's like the Mother Teresa of trees. It's just making great, delicious coconut water for people to eventually discover and drink. Well, it's very, it's very delicious. Yeah, it's amazing. Yeah. Yeah, it's amazing. That's the best electrolyte formula from nature that coconut water that if you're if you have a hangover and and you're dehydrated or or like you played sports all day that's the best one it's just expensive Mm. and you don't get the good coconut water you need to get the harmless uh, like unless you get the harmless harvest what does that mean that's the brand Mm. yeah cold pressed you don't want that nasty fucking warm shit if it's on the aisle and it's coconut water and it doesn't perish disgusting it tastes no. the way I think. It has preservatives. We'll just yes, and way. it's homogenized, homogenized, homogenized. right? Yeah. Or so is it? 
So Not sure on that one, but um, inside the coconut is the endosperm. There is free nuclear uh, <laughs> endosperm <laughs> and cellular endosperm. So yeah. during the initial sa- stages of cell division, um, those cells divide rapidly without wall formation, which is what we know as coconut water. So when you drink the water, it's actually, that's why it's so nutritious. Is palm tree <laughs> sperm. Palm tree, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Nice. That sweet, sweet palm sperm. <laughs> So earlier you said (laughs) (laughs) Try to transition off of that Your first job was at a graphic So uh, my first job (laughs) (laughs) Oh I can I can turn the conversation Oh wow that die already Oh my god I look like shit (laughs) (laughs) Plug it in Plug it in (laughs) (laughs) Ah, Don't look at me I'm hideous Ah, This is like when the club lights come on that was a good transition. Transition, though, we wanted to, we wanted to have yeah. something to get out of the story. We're not gonna get back in. Do I look beautiful again? You do. Good. Yeah. You look right. great. No, I was just thinking. Um, I was just thinking when I went to to pee, that um, one of the things that I that I'd love to do with with this thing is like, because I'm having a great time, mm-hmm. and one of the things that I'd like to do is like. Talk to friends, hang out, um, you know, have this kind of feel, and then that's what I told you earlier. Is like, is like, you can, you can, we can do this as many times yeah. as you want. This is fun. This is gonna be cool when I'm like 90 years old, Looking. and I'm like, look at me when I was young and <laughs> beautiful. <laughs> and now I'm old and fucked up, my <laughs> scoliosis. That's funny. And I have no hair. Do you do you see yourself um, um, uh, continuing uh, shooting um, s- swimwear for a while? Like, do you see yourself transitioning into something else? I see myself over time being less interested in certain jobs and only taking, like, you know, the handful that really, yeah, that ones that, like, excite me. Okay. And going more into the teaching and community stuff. Oh, okay. So yeah. you'd like to maybe expand what you're doing on, on Absolutely, on yes. Night and yes. This was the idea that you... Yeah, I was just giving her like a little preview of, of what I'm pretty certain I'm going to move fully forward with, which is like creating an online community for photographers where we have basically uh, like an inner circle group where we have places. There's like different forums, um, uh, kind of like a Discord group, but it'd be more formal and um organized than just saying like oh here's a discord that has different rooms in it but essentially same idea where we have a place to chat there are um different rooms for different things maybe i I might i might actually use discord for that part but also where i have like monthly zoom um uh virtual meetups um maybe once a year an actual in-person event uh and get things like discounts on certain things if you're a part of the group. Um, I want a place where people can post jobs. They're like, hey, I need an assistant for this upcoming gig in Miami. I oh, I love that because it's, it's hard to find. Yeah, and, uh, and I already have that with my friends that are like my close photographer friends. We're always, hey, you want to assist on this thing? No, but I'll see if so-and-so does, right? And we do that already. And, yeah. and there's these great opportunities that float around, there, but they only exist when you're like in that the – That close. In, yeah. Yeah. And there's a lot of people outside of that, but I'm like, hey, if if you'll if you will pay to be a part of an organized group 
and and one where it sort of turns into a nice little tribe um and there's trust in there and everything uh i think there's a good it, and it does exist but there's they're not great the ones that are out there have you think about um doing the group for free and and may and create the community i'll start it for free i will start it for free with the people that are my close friends right yeah yeah you want to build a certain exactly kind of, uh, like culture and, and community Yes. Yeah. That makes sense. We'll, we'll build a little area. So basically, I, I talked to a couple of friends already. I said, listen, so instead of anything you would normally text me like, hey, I have this, just start putting it into this this group and or into the platform. And then the platform will already have, by the time I announce it, it will already have some some meat some in there. Good you know? content. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Some good, uh you know, well, good history. opportunities yeah. and history right. and, and things yeah. like that. Yeah, that's just, this is nice. And and to be able to say, hey, these are the people in this group. They don't need to know if they're paying or not. But yeah. it's it's like Fair. Yeah. you'll come it's into the group and, yeah. and I'm going to already have some amazing photographers as a part of it that will vouch for it, you know. I love that idea. Yeah. That's nice. When yeah. when are you going are you going to do that? This like really came up. I had a, one of my buddies, a good friend of mine told was I was having a nice just long catch-up phone call with him over the weekend. You should get him on. I want to set you up my buddy Jason. He's such a fucking character and every story he tells I I talk a lot, but when I call him, I'm <laughs> I shut up. Cuz he's he's just fun to listen to and he's so opinionated, he but do? he's also smart. He's a real estate guy. Well, oh, he, really? yeah, he was, he was, he was selling commercial real estate. Um, cool, me too. I think he did. I think he even did timeshares. That's where he got to start. Okay. And correct me if I'm wrong, but aren't timeshare salesmen like the, just like most cutthroat sales of like all time kind of like that. I believe back in the day when timeshares were like at their peak, the, the methods were if you learned time share sales sales you were learning sort of like the best of sales techniques in a sense like be, because they were putting so much into that yeah maybe okay i, I yeah, there was a lot also a lot of fuckery with timeshares oh yeah i mean it's like such bullshit and so that's why that's scam. why i'm saying yeah yeah it's saying, scammy um, yeah but the the, the <laughs> selling part i don't like yeah it's, it's very sharky that's like so it's it's like the unethical sales yeah it's it's too yeah yes because because yeah. when you when you sell <laughs> the the best the best the best sales is when the the one that happened by itself yes is the one that she did right this weekend because um <laughs> she loves to go to the keys uh-huh and then we haven't been enough um and then she was sad what do you like about the keys uh I like where do you go the the usually keys. the diving I think a lot of the, oh, okay. some of the best free diving to be out on the water. Oh, you do free diving versus scuba? I don't know how to scuba dive yet. Oh, okay. Yeah, so um, I just like free diving more than yeah. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. That's do you cool. go with? Do you go up, go out often? Or? No. Oh. Never. <laughs> Trip to the Keys. You can do some biking. We could do some diving. Get him into it. Uh-huh. <laughs> I'm slowly, slowly working them up. I so I, I was going every once in a while. I had some friends. We would go lobster uh, diving, and we would do it right off the beach, which was cool. Yeah. When lobster season hit. Well, cool. Let's do it then. Cause okay, so th that's what happened. Like I'm, I'm very much so. Um, whatever you want to do, um, I'm gonna be happy. You're open, yeah. I'm because th that's the thing. I like to do nothing. Yeah. You know, great weekend for me. I'm gonna. I'm just gonna. You're content. I'm yeah. Yeah, we could we could we could spend it at home. We could do a bunch of things. Yeah, 
most likely either way I'm you don't need to be really entertained with no. No. outside can be, activities my, my favorite place is right by 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 our our, our house um, the little there, tree by the park yeah 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 there's yeah, there's, there's, a, there's a lake looks peaceful there's a tree I sit down there I smoke a cigar smoke a joint um, do some work I think I write yeah I like it reminds it me of what my grandpa used to do I hang out with my dog yeah it's he used to he, he used to go to Publix for fun, like a Sunday. To Publix, go to Publix, by himself for four hours. Really? So just a chill four hours. <laughs> Sit on the little bench right outside of the doors. Okay. And as people came out, he'd try to spark up conversation with them. Really? Sometimes they sit down and talk to him. Huh? Is he Italian? No. Italian. Just oh. weird. <laughs> 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 no, my gra- uh, no, my grandpa was cool. He was um, he. It's like a kind of a mix of Irish and Western European. Yeah. Okay. And then my grandma on that side, German. And then my mom's side is all Italian. Like, so I'm like on a DNA test, I'm 50% Italian. But I look more like my dad's side, I think. The Irish side. The Yeah. The Irishy, Germany. Yeah. 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 But I never did that. The Publix chat. No, sit, not yet. The sit and chat. Still, do you want to try time. it? <laughs> kind of. I kind of do. <laughs> I feel like there will be a place in my life where I just hit pure monk mode, and I'll want to go to Publix and don't care. Yeah, just sit there and like with my little Velcro shoes and my little pot belly. Do you think when you're super old, you have the best time because you know, like, you just high all the time on all of the medicine that they have? Just don't give a shit. You don't care. <laughs> about what the fuck, fuck, fuck you want me to do? I'm old. <laughs> you don't give a fuck about <laughs> shit. <laughs> yeah, I think it. <laughs> I think it's gonna be great. I think it's not. It's not something I'm scared of. I don't like the part of like pissing myself at night and whatever. And Hopefully you can stay in, in shape enough so you th- that doesn't happen. I hope so too. I, I don't <laughs> like the part of organ failure. Um, <laughs> I don't like that part. Looks but horrible. Yeah, there's. I mean, there's some stuff that you're just like, you can't stop. Um, it's gonna happen. I I hope I fall off a cliff essentially at the end. You know, like I don't want to. This is my thing when I say like I want to live a nice long life, but but a. Uh, you ever hear people say, if, if you made suggestions to, like, let's say a parent or something, they're like, well, I don't want to live that long anyways. I'm not going to do it's, it's like, no, it's like the quality of life up until the end, right? So I don't want to have, like, a, la- a bad 20 years and then, and then go. I want to have, like, a bad year at the end, right? I want it to be, like, pretty good, pretty stable, and then just, like, okay, and then, and then go off a cliff kind of, right? And that's how I think that's the best option. If you can, if you can, you know, do things to help you hopefully achieve that, right? Mm. Versus like, I mean, there's some people that once they're in their fifties, their health already sucks. And then, and then it's like too, you gotta, I think you have to like play whack-a-mole with your health. It's like when something comes out, like, boom, just fucking fix it. Like, like, because six months down the road, there's gonna be a new problem. And then when they stack, it'll be so overwhelming that you'll just, you know, call defeat. Yeah. And, and like, oh, yep, this is getting old. That's when people say, like, oh, this is part of getting old. I right? don't like that at all. I don't like that either. I don't like that giving up attitude. Because I know old people that are crushing it. Yeah. Yeah, I want to be like those old fogies. Yeah. That's like the goal. Like 
Oh yeah, he's a beast. He's Seventy years old and he's just like doing pull-ups and shit and yeah. Exa- yeah, that's a perfect example. He looks great. Yeah, yeah, and and considering like he's got that throat disease, right? Like he's yeah. his voice is fucked up. But so imagine some people probably would have would have been like that sucks so bad that he cannot that like fuck anything. everything else. Yeah, he clearly you know still kept up on everything else that he could. And that's just one thing that was out of his control. It's like, all right, work around it. That's true. You know? Yeah, just have a mal- mentality to keep going. Yeah. yeah. It's funny, though, uh, earlier I, I, I saw I saw a tweet from um, one of his friends or whatever. I don't know the guy. It was just, I just saw the tweet. And it was this guy, um, you know, with a photo of him, him and, and, and RFK. And he was yeah. just saying, like, I think, um, I can't believe my friend is running for president or whatever. Yeah. And I was like... Interesting. It just, just imagine, like one of your closest friends, yeah, is like you've known this guy for right thirty years, yeah, and then and then all of a sudden you're late in your sixties, you've been buddies forever, and then your friend is deciding to run for president. Yeah, yeah, it's wild. Like, just <laughs> it must be. How does that? I'm how? trying to think. What's the closest version of that that I have? Yeah, do you have anyone that surprised you? It's like, oh, my friend did porn. <laughs> Crazy. He was just like a normal guy or whatever. <laughs> I have a few friends. I have a friend that plays in, played in the NFL. That was cool. So we oh, play, I don't know. We my friends football. are all losers, I guess. <laughs> 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 nothing's going, nothing's popping up in my head. We played, just kidding. We, no. we played football together in, in high school. Um, and we were never on the same, on the same team. Um, but we, 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 we were on the same. We not. We were not on the same team at school, but in the civil. So at uh, so in the summer, when you were a little bit good, there was there was the regional team or whatever that would that would, you know, play against yeah. ag- against other regional team, and then we and then we pl- we were playing together then um, when we were like 15, 16, or whatever, like uh, before before. Wait, playing what? What sport? Football. Oh, okay. Yeah, he was a quarter, he was a quarterback when uh, back then, and I was a wide receiver. Okay. Um, and uh, he played tight end in the NFL. Anthony O'Clair. Um, from uh, Saint Marie in Beauce. Hell yeah! Yeah, hell yeah! Hell yeah! He did porn too. <laughs> <laughs> Dude is like six six two fifty or whatever. Like yeah, like Jack, but cool athlete. My cool my guy. circle's so weird. It is like, well, I know a girl's got like a four hundred thousand followers on her OnlyFans. <laughs> <laughs> you know a lot of those. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Hmm. Yep, that's all I know. <laughs> <laughs> Instagram, I know an Instagram famous TikToker. Uh, I couldn't believe it. <laughs> yeah, but you, but you have, you know, you, you you must meet pretty cool people at some point. Yeah, I do. No, I meet cool people. Yeah, like the one that takes you to Africa. Yeah, I mean, yeah, my buddy. Yeah, that's very nice. Yeah, yeah. Wait, I so I don't think I heard the end of that. Was it a? Uh, oh, uh. All good. You made I it. lived. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Happy ending. Yeah. No, it was it was an epic trip. Um, I I have, I'll maybe we'll wrap on on this, but I have a couple little stories I could tell you from that. Um, so uh, we we read the whole uh, the yeah, the yeah. final note. Um, we fly out to the plan was to go out to Harare, which is the capital city of Zimbabwe. Um, stay at his his mom's house, like where he grew up. His mom's like, I think she, she's still alive, but like 
barely. She's like in her 90s. And at that time, so this was six years ago, I think, um, she was still living there. And he would go visit maybe once a year and then bring his wife and uh, three daughters. So they basically did like a week stay at the house. And then we all got there at the end of their stay. So then we would go into this whole adventure from that. So like while we were at the house, we had like one nice dinner, like in a house. Right. Okay. The and last the, meal. yeah, truly. And Did she die right after. No, no, for them. no, no for us. Like essentially before we were oh, just okay. like off to the wild and <laughs> in the bush. And, um, he was like in front of, he's like, Beth, he's talking to his wife. He's like, uh, check the will. Um, or I want to tell you where the will is and blah, blah. He's like, <laughs> he's like, this might be the trip that takes me. And we're like, hey, can you have that conversation like somewhere fucking else? <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, how wild. Yeah. And, um, and he was serious. <laughs> so, uh, it's a good, yeah, good conversation. Yeah. 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 Well, it um, makes sense if you can, re if you really can die. Yeah. yeah so, fair. so then the next, by the way, even at the house, even though it was like, this was the most luxury we were going to have, it's 60% unemployment in the capital city. I mean, it's like crazy. Like oh. when you're driving down the street, just people are selling shit. Every, everybody's just standing around trying to sell you the thing they found in a garbage, you know, it's like a, here's a, it's a, simple, a belt or, and here's a one windshield wiper from whatever car, you know, like, huh. yeah, really it's all day like junk. Yeah. Just a little junk. And then, like, the flea market, it's, like, their version of, like, a swap shop, which is, like, like a, sh a whole city, like, a shanty town, And it's just sh shit that they're selling. Like, I mean, like, the weirdest shit. It, we went up to a place. It's, like, a jar of, like, look like dirt water, just brown water. I'm, like, what is that for? It's, like, uh, I go, is that, like, like could it fix or uh, a headache? He's like, yes. <laughs> like, whatever you said is like, it's what it's for. You know? It's fucking just water with dirt in it. Basically, I think is really what it was. Like, really? Yeah, I ate like, I had dried bugs there. Like, they're, like, they're selling just like the weirdest stuff. Like, tools that are like rusted. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, the tool section is rusty tool section. Um, anyways. You have to start, yeah. You have to start somewhere. That's yeah. The yeah. Thing. That's the crazy thing. It's like, you're just trying to make money in any way that yeah. you can. Yeah. Yeah. This maybe this is the and best. And they're that and they're there every right day. Now. Yeah, they're there sitting there every day and like probably don't get a sale for like a week and a half at a time or something. Who knows? Yeah. It's crazy. Anyways, so we have dinner at the house. Um a f like a little funny thing that happened that like worked out later was I go in the bathroom to take a dump and Matt, one of the guys, sticks as like just kind of joking around. He puts his camera through the window and like snaps a photo of me and I'm like sitting down there like <laughs> this. I'm like, ah, right? Kind of like when the light turned off. And, uh, okay, fast forward. Um, the next day, by the way, at the house, like the, the water, like in the city, there's like no pressure. So like the, the, in the shower, it's like a literal like drips coming out of the faucet head. And it would take like 45 minutes to try to take a shower. So like we all just ended up showering in the pool. Like we're in the pool with a bar of soap, basically. Occasion shower. Yeah. And and in the shower, there's like spiders on the wall. I'm like, yeah. but they're like, it's that's normal there. It's like these spiders, they're like spiders the size of my hand, but they're like really skinny. Like, and they're like over my head that night when I slept. There was like two <laughs> spiders on the ceiling that I'm just like staring at for an hour. 
The not, dry. Not venomous. <laughs> you're, you'll be yeah, fine. they're not. But like, yeah. it's just yeah. It's like you're not used to. It's weird. Um. Anyways, uh, so then the next day we get driven out like four hours, like hundreds of miles out to the bush to get dropped off where we're gonna sleep overnight and then get picked up by the these two um locals that have the canoes for us whatever but on the way another thing out there is like the government's so corrupt there's not really cops it's all like military basically right mm -hmm. and um and the government are like they're the ones that send out their military guys to go poach animals to bring those parts back to them to use for like stupid shit like aphrodisiacs and stuff is you know what they'll they believe in yeah yeah they'll murder these ex you know endangered rhinos for a boner uh, you know, well, they crush up the right, the and, horn it does, and they, they drink and it's it, like pseudoscience. It doesn't even work. Anyways, it's it's crazy. It's all fucked up. But uh, so then um, we're driving out there, and then they have like checkpoints, like everywhere that are just bullshit, like to just suck money out of you, you know, and like they'll find something wrong with you. You you have to have like um, us. It's like it's like. Being on a boat in Florida, and they come and check, oh, do you have a safety jacket for everybody? So, like, in the car, you have to have a little orange vest for every person that's in the car. You have to have – there's, like, stickers on the windshield, and every one of them is a permit. One's a AM radio permit, FM radio permit, blah, blah, blah permit. I mean, it's, like, all shit that people that are already poor have to pay for all these things. They just suck all the money out of you for any excuse. So they a little bit like our government, right? Well, just times, like, a thousand, right? It's, like, yeah. So – well, yeah, true here, too. It's like... Because yeah. we have tolls. Right. It's the same thing. With crappy roads. <laughs> like, <laughs> Yeah. So um, so then we're driving, and then here's something there. You can't point a camera. Pointing a camera at, like, military there is like pointing a gun at a cop here. Really? They can shoot you, and, and it there wouldn't even be, a, like, a... Uh, Nobody would question. Yeah, I mean, no investigation or something. You know, it's like, yeah, oh no, they pointed a camera at me, like took a picture. Like that's a, you know, it's a no no, right? So we, most you know of what? us were, were learning some of this stuff before the trip, but not everybody got all the information. So Matt was, we're, we're driving down the road, we're in this pickup truck. It's like two of the guys are in the back, and, and we drove for hours in this little cram pickup truck. So we're like squeezed in. There's two guys just sitting in the back of the bed. Driving around there was actually the scariest part because the roads are shit and everybody's flying down the roads. It's like potholes and stuff. And like, and there's no line on the roads and the highways. So at night, it's like very nerve wracking going, you know, 80 miles an hour in a shit truck vehicle with other vehicles flying by you, no road, no lights. And then, so it's just your headlights and you, they're coming at each other. There's no separation line on the road. And every time you'd pass me, they, they'd like put on their blinker I'm like, why are they putting on their blinker? He goes, that's so you know where the edge of their car is so you don't hit them. So as you're coming up, it's like their their left blinker is on and then yours is on so you guys don't <laughs> smash each other. That's, fair. that's a good thing. Yeah. yeah Anyways, and, and the roads are tight too. Like they're skinny, you know? It's like okay. they don't like have a lot of concrete, I guess. To <laughs> <laughs> so uh, there's no cruising lane uh, in Zimbabwe. <laughs> um the HOV lane <laughs> does not exist. Wait, do uh, we have an uh, electric plug for the Tesla? The, no. no. Uh, <laughs> so backwards. I know. It's crazy. <laughs> uh, <laughs> they don't have an electric plug for their house. <laughs> so <laughs> so they um, we're driving down. We get, we're coming up to a checkpoint. Matt's taking photos of this 
it's like a van in front of us that had a big stack of bikes tied to the top of it. So he was just like a, he thought it was a cool photo. Yeah. As we're coming to a checkpoint, he's got his big like 24-70 lens on there and he's taking pictures. And all of a sudden I, we see the, the uh, cop guy or whatever, military guy, he's like pointing at our car, like flagging us in. And I'm like, oh, fuck. I'm like, camera. We were like, yo, put your camera. He's like, oh, you know, too late. So we get flagged now. We get pulled over. This is on our way out. This is like that second You're day. so close. Yeah, I'm like, oh, my God. We're like, this is how we're going to die? Fucking <laughs> <laughs> so all the beautiful animals that could kill us, and this is it? Like <laughs> the, the highway stop because of the f- camera? So we get pulled over, and he, the guy, it's, it's a very charged up. Like the energy is bad, right? Mm, he's good. he's like yelling, and he, so he's it's kind of like he's like looking for a reason to get mad. So because then it's a it's also a group of like white mm-hmm. foreigners that like all right, we're what gonna, kind of language do you speak over there? Um, like just kidding, no, uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, um, no. There's there's they're speaking like a dialect that, but. Yeah, it's. I mean, they're speaking English, and then oh, there's okay. Th- okay so there, uh, there are sort of like mixes of like Rhodesian dialect and stuff. I don't, I don't remember exactly. Where is Zimbabwe exact- on the on the Africa map? Uh, kind of low right, but okay. but like two thirds of the way down. The okay, country. so you have the thing here, and then it's like, here. and then below that, like South Africa is like at the very bottom. Oh, okay, so it's it's right up uh, over. But it's huge, yeah. It's like up into the right. Oh, yeah. okay. Was I right on there? S- yeah. Yeah. Oh, it's like a circle. Yeah. So we get we get pulled over. The guys have us all get out of the car. I'm like, oh fuck, man. Like we're going to African jail. And Matt's trying to show him like. That he was just taking pictures of the thing. It's like, and the guy's like pissed, like, you know, yelling at him. And then all of a sudden they get to the picture of me taking a dump. <laughs> and he starts cracking up. And I was oh, like, that's good. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, <laughs> like. <laughs> and that changed the whole, the whole situation. The whole tone of everything. That's oh. it. And you got to go on your way. Yeah. It like, it lightened the whole mood. They sent the, us off. That, that's the guy. The the, the that's guy. That's the luckiest dump I ever took. Well, <laughs> probably in his head, he was like he could relate to that photo. Yeah, he's, he's been there. He's been there on on one side or the other, and then yeah, maybe he could relate to that. Maybe he thought it was he thought it was funny. Yeah, he did. He thought it was great, and huh. and they didn't take any money from us. That's like funny nothing. How, that's funny how there's certain things that we all we all do. And no matter no matter where you are or like what kind of culture you have, like uh, there's some things that we do as as humans as as persons that you know we can we can all relate to. Maybe we should all keep a little phone, a little photo in our, like our favorites album of like like <laughs> I, think of some kind of funny situation that that you could then say like, sorry I was speeding, officer, but look at my friend just sent me this. He shit himself. Like <laughs> I'm going to clean up the mess. Like I break down barriers. If it's true, it's great. If, if you manufacture, you push yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, I think that's the move. If you really want to get out of like a speeding thing, just shit yourself. <laughs> and he comes up and like smells. He's like, I'm Not sure you can thing. smell while I was speeding. <laughs> but just give me the ticket. Fucking worst day of my life. <laughs> just try to guilt him out of it. Like, get out of here, you fucking dirty. I can't. <laughs> God 
damn it. <laughs> He's like, oh, it's like I can't even write that. He'll vomit trying to <laughs> to hold the ticket. And if he still gives you the ticket, like make him like like don't grab it right away. Like make him spend a little, a couple extra seconds by your window. Wait, do you have shit on your hand on this story or no? No. What if, or what if you don't <laughs> shit yourself? What if you have a like? Remember those little stink bombs in high school? You just smash it, and your car smells like a rotten egg. You'd be like, I fucking shit myself, man. Like, and you and you do a whole like Oscar-winning I shit myself <laughs> <laughs> performance. <laughs> There's got to be a move that's like I think that's perfect. It. That's, that's <laughs> you willing to try it though? Actually, no. I no. My friend just sent me one it's, that you don't have to shit yourself to do. Uh, <laughs> this is relevant for the conversation. <laughs> uh, my buddy sent me, I think yesterday, this like video, and it's of a guy. He pulls up to a police checkpoint, and they're like, uh, "Sir, we need to see your He goes, "You know." Uh, he says he says something that relates to what the cop said, and he's like, in the in the Bible scripture, blah blah blah. John says da 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 da. You know that's funny. You said that. He goes, you have ten minutes, sir. I would love to tell you more about the story. And he and he's like, uh, no no, just go <laughs> ahead, go. <laughs> and he waved him through because he was trying to tell him some. No way. Yeah. Uh huh. It's pretty good though, right? It's a good move. I haven't heard that one. Yeah. You need to back it up though, if the guys. If yeah. the guy is, w is willing to take the 10 minutes, you need to... You better know your... You better know your, your shit. Your Jesus uh, anecdotes. Yeah. Because if you don't got no anecdotes... Yeah. Then you get two tickets. Then you're not saved. You're not getting saved. <laughs> so, uh, okay. So back to... We get through the checkpoint. Okay. Um, because of the, the photo. And then we get driven out to, like, the middle of the bush. It wasn't, like, in some park or something. It wasn't some designated area it was just like here's the bush. yeah the 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 point on a map that these guys are going to meet us or we're close enough to meet them at some place in the morning and uh and w as soon as we get out of the truck it's pitch black you can see every star in the sky because we're hundreds of miles away from the city there's no noise pollution or light pollution and um and like as soon as we get out here like a lion roaring elephants trumpeting hyenas like squealing right around us in the bushes. Like they are mm. the closest things to us. Bats are flying over us. It's crazy. It was like, here we are, like in their backyard. And um, how big is a hyena? They're like a big a fucking dog. dog. Like that looks like a dog that. So it's not it's like, like a mangled. Yeah, with giant shoulder blades and just like. And, and actually, as we were laying down, and it was funny because uh, the main guy from our group joked early he always said he's like we'll draw straws to see who who sleeps on the end of the group at night <laughs> <laughs> and you're like the most exposed because we didn't have a tent we just put a tarp down on the dirt and then have our sleeping bags on that yeah. did you draw the no i ended up on the end of the group though we like we didn't do that that night but i ended up on the end of the group and then at some point they were okay sacrificing you yeah they were they were <laughs> 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 i think they also knew i had good snacks in my bag and that, like <laughs> they would have got them if i if i got taken so we're laying down, and I think, like, maybe two hours in the night, it's kind of hard to sleep out there. <laughs> like, You don't feel at peace? Not really. Uh, and some, I didn't even hear anything, but my buddy next to me pops up with his flashlight, and there's a hyena, like, 20 feet from us just walking through our little camp. Like, huh. Yeah, and I'm just like, 
20 feet is we're not all far. Like, yeah, no, it was like very close. Let me guess the main guy's like sleeping like a baby. Oh, he was passed out. We we tried to like, yeah, we zone. tried to fuck with him and get bats to fly. We, we put, um, <laughs> we put uh, little glow sticks on him because oh. we were using glow sticks at night to like kind of help light the area a little bit. But we laid some on him while he was sleeping because so, the bats seemed to be attracted to the light mm -hmm. and like never, they were like coming down like toward him and he was just passed out like, you know, so comfortable. <laughs> Yeah, and then the next day we we meet up, we connect with the guys who have the canoes, we get on the river, we launch, we have like eight days now to just do like twenty kilometers a day down the Zambezi River. Eight day, yeah, nice. And and it's basically like the three things that will fuck you up are the sun will fuck you up. So I I had a little like um like G Shock watch I wore that I put a timer for like every three hours to just remind me to like put a little sunscreen on, mm -hmm. but a couple of the guys just didn't bring much sunscreen. So like three days into the trip, they're just covered in mud all, all day. Yeah. Cause it's protected. Yeah. But then at the end of the trip, they're also, their skin was falling off. Like really? literally like, yeah, like big pieces like of their arm skin and stuff. Yeah. They were fucked up. The sun will fuck you up. The animals obviously can fuck you up. Everything can kill you out there. And then but how cool to die fighting a tiger. That'd be cool. I guess. For the tiger. Like if, you uh, have to <laughs> like, if you have to choose, I don't know. I'd rather win so I have the story to tell. It's not that cool if you don't get the story. Yeah, that's true. If you die, you don't get the story. You just... Went by a tiger. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Your friends get the story. That's kind of crazy. That's kind of crazy. Also, the other thing that fucks you up out there on a river is a log. So, if huh. you're going down in a canoe... You get stuck. Well, you don't see, like, a log that's right under the water... So if you hit it, it can flip your canoe, which will then then now your is food for the crocs. Oh, okay, is so it deep or like no? no. So well, not sometimes fast? sometimes we would go. Well, we went with the current, and sometimes we would hit these. When we went, there was like a big drought, and that was a problem. In fact, before the trip, um, the main guy he's like, he's like my my f um, intel on the ground there says is telling me that. <laughs> The, there's a drought and the river's narrow and that means the animals are more condensed and they're fighting over territory and food and, and so they're more aggressive and blah, blah, blah and that we shouldn't go. He goes, but we must press on. <laughs> like, of course. Amazing. Yeah, he's awesome. He's like a real character from a movie. Yeah. Like, yeah, oh, so. cool. This is what I want to be like when I'm old. Yeah, and we would hit parts because of the river drought because it was low that all of a sudden we just go and we hit sand and we're like, fuck, now we got to walk it. And now you're like in the river, pulling your canoes, and you're like looking over here. There's a giant crocodile, chilling. Like, and and they told us before the trip that there was a large croc for every ten square meters of the river. Like, to to expect that much underneath you, so you don't see them. They're just shit. they're just there. There was kind of a we we even had to like hear the protocol for like if you fell in the river for ten meters every mm -hmm. ten square meters. Here here's a photo of one of these. They're, they're dinosaurs. Oh, yeah. Holy shit. That is close. Oh, yeah. No, these are like, yeah, that we're just passing by. Have but, you seen this? Mm -hmm. But there's actually hippos like everywhere. Those fuck, like those are the worst. Though. Hippos they kill, fuck you up, yeah. They kill you just for fun. Yeah. They don't even yeah, eat cause you. Yeah, because they don't eat you. They're, they're, they eat plants. This yeah. is a yeah. hippo. Very territorial. Yep. This is a hippo that um, like charged my canoe. Well, <laughs> he was charging you now? Yeah. Can you send us that? We'll make sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Okay. For sure. Holy shit. Yep. Because, and like, look at this is, this is like what we look like, you know, I mean, this is me taking a picture of the guys, but that's, by the way, we, it's not like there were other canoers out there. It was like, we didn't see people for eight days. We were, we were like the only ones. Nice. For this whole trip. And, um, and then so the, the hippo char was charging you. And then you yeah, took so a you photo, and then the guy. Well, because my guy other guy, and my other yeah, he chopped its head off. Nice. And uh, <laughs> <laughs> with the sword. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> shoved the sword up his ass. So, <laughs> so no, you have to like you have to challenge the hippo. <laughs> is what you do. Yeah. You gotta show dominance. There's some animals you're better running away from, and some better staying together as a group. Some better going in your separate directions. Some better to stay put. Um, actually one of the guides that was with us, so we had two guides technically, but they didn't really like, cause we had a plan. It wasn't like they had to tell us where to go. We just went down the river for these eight days and had to end up at a spot at the end where we called in that like, okay, they're, this is where they're going to pick us up. Mm -hmm. And they stayed in a tent and they were like, what are you guys doing? <laughs> they like thought we were idiots anyways. So, um, <laughs> yeah. So that was. Probably making fun of you guys. Yeah, for time. sure they were making fun of us. Like these look at these idiots. Yeah, like we have tents. Adventure seeker <laughs> morons. Um, and uh, yeah, so we would sometimes have to like carry our canoes through. And um, oh, I was gonna say though when that hippo's charging, the guy I had one of the locals in my canoe, and he's standing up yelling at it, like kind of like if a dog was running at you and you have nowhere to go, like you're just gonna like no, no, hey. Like, he's, like, yelling at it, and he's smacking his um, paddle on the water, and it sounds like a whip cracking because it's, like, just – he's just hitting that thing. Yeah. And basically, they will charge, and if you do show dominance, they'll back down huh. for the most part. I mean, yeah. So, in fact, the bad thing is when you see a lone hippo that's, – that's what that was, a lone hippo. Mm -hmm. So, when we go down the river, if we saw a – uh, pod. So let's say you see like 15 hippos. There's probably 30 there because they kind of take shifts going above the water and under. So they, they just stay like to stay hidden. And also this, their, oh. their skin is actually very mm. sensitive to the sun. So all day they just stay soaked in the water, barely poking out, just their eyes and their ears. And then at night they go and feed on the grass. They come out. Huh. Okay. So they're like very sensitive. They're like big, sensitive fucking killers. So then they're like taking shifts, so you can almost assume there's about twice as many as you see. And then if you see one on its own, here's why it's really bad. So like, let's say we're going down the river and you're like, all right, hippo, hey, hippo's on the, we had four canoes. So we would relay the message. Like I was in the front canoe and uh, hippo's on the right. Hippo's on the right, hippo's on the right, you know, and just get, get it back to the, so we all know, start going left. If you saw a lone hippo, you're like, specifically you would call that out. And that would mean, get as much distance and haul ass like through like you want speed and distance because a lone hippo is like here's what happens in every pod there's a dominant male there's the alpha okay. right and he is the one that fucks all the bitches and makes all the babies and he's the man okay so the the uh the bull right he's he's the guy in charge he's the big dog at top but at any point, maybe one of the, the pups that grows up can challenge him for that spot. Mm -hmm. um, and whenever he is challenged and there's a fight for that number one spot, whoever loses, whether it's like 
the the pup that grew up in that pod or one that came over from another pod and challenged they're ousted. they're ousted forever he can never come back in the pod so he could have been the man for like two years and then ne- now he's never allowed back and he could have grown up there won the fight been in position for however long but gets in another battle for that spot out he's never allowed back in like uh, like apes yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so he's like the dude downtown at the end of the night that's like knows he's not getting laid, so he's just trying to pick a fight. He's just yeah. angry. That's like that's just angry. that's the only action he's gonna get is if he like you know. So huh. that's what the lone hippos are. They've been kicked out of a pod and they're st- they're in that in between phase because his only option is to go fight his way into another pod. Or I I don't know if they can just go kind of work their way into one without like battling it out. I don't know. But anyways, when they're in in between by themselves, they're pissed off and they're just super aggressive because they're like mm. their life sucks they're like a loser now you know and when you go by them they're like out of the water like much more aggressive stance like they they are like looking for a fight mm. basically so that's why when you they they always would charge they'd be so like you'd be so far away from one and you'd be like and it start coming at you for like you're like dude fucking we're way over here like fuck you you know so, but sometimes you're in a weird part of the river. There's not much space to give it the proper space. So that one was crazy because if we went to the right, there was like a whole pod and then it was him and then the bank and between him and the bank was like, I don't know, 30 yards. So we're like just hugging the bank, trying to go as fast as possible. And he huh. stopped like 15 yards short of us. So like in that picture, he's just like, and they are fast. Like they yeah. haul ass. If there's a video on YouTube where there's one chasing a motorboat. And and keeping up with it, really, they they create a wake around their head. It's like they are they are charging through the water. They're strong as fuck. It's crazy. Huh? Yeah. So it's a, like a little like your your butthole puckers up in that moment for sure. Um, but you also after the first one, and you kind of realize that like there's a good chance that they'll they'll back down if you're you guys you're are doing the right move. Yeah, yeah. You yeah you kind of gain a little confidence about the situation. So that's why that time I took a picture of it because like. I was pretty certain he had it handled, and then I would get the picture. Yeah, so it was a uh, it was a very cool. That's cool. It's a sick picture. Yeah, yeah. We would catch tigerfish for food and those things. I didn't even know what those were or that they existed, but they look like like piranhas on steroids. Like, because I think if you think of like what's a bad fish that you don't want to encounter, it's like you probably people think of like a piranha or something like that. You know, it's like oh, a little guy that sharp teeth. Yeah. Being the main thing of why it's bad. What's the tiger? What's the tiger fish? Oh my god! Hold on, ready? Yeah, this is one I don't know actually. Okay, so this oh. is a this is a baby one. It right looks here. like almost like a tarpon. Oh shit! A baby. No way. That's a baby. Okay. Whoa, they're. T- but but look at if we caught one that was that little, we can't eat that. So <gasps> yeah, so look at this. Huh? Oh no. Yeah, so you couldn't put your fingers in the water because those suckers are everywhere. You don't want your body in the water because there's crocs everywhere. And then you want your canoe to move fast through the water because those hippos pissed off. Like a, <laughs> a really intense game of hot lava. Yeah, yeah. In <sighs> fact, Wait, if you fell... The floor fell, is hot. That's if, what it was. The yeah, the floor's hot. Yeah. The floor's hot, yeah. The fucking Zambezi is hot. The water's hot. Yeah. <laughs> oh, and then you're worried about poachers because poachers, if they see... Um, he told us before the trip, he's like, we can't be mistaken as poachers because then the parks rangers will shoot us. But if we get mistaken as park rangers, then the poachers will shoot us. 
So one of the guys wore like a Lion King Akuna Matata shirt. <laughs> 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 and it's kind of hard to be either one of those camps, you know, when you look like. I, I, I was point. thinking, I was thinking about a, f- a flag says saying I'm a tourist or whatever, and then that's kind of yeah, like media or something. <laughs> yeah, <I don't> know. <laughs> yeah. National Geographic. Yeah, just a just a guy. Yeah, I don't know, but um, yeah, it was a it was a epic adventure. Maybe the moral of that story is like go have dinner with strangers. You never know. Like wow. you, you could you could go have the trip of a lifetime uh, years later. Just it's simple, you know. That is what's a, what's an hour of your time to connect with somebody. So, huh? Yeah. That's a good story. That's a good story. Thanks. Next time I'll tell you about Cuba and how I got went to jail in Cuba. <laughs> We'll save we'll save Cuba for the next. <laughs> we can't we can't do uh, well. It's like almost eleven. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's right. a good talk. Well, you think that's a that's a good first one, a good and yeah. then you got yeah. some stuff in there to chip away from. Dude, we're gonna have to make more videos about this one. I learned so much. I did not expect, like, I expected the knowledge on photography, not but not. We all barely even talked about photography, didn't we? we? No, yeah, no, barely, actually. Yeah. That's the coolest thing. Africa, electrolytes. <laughs> uh, I learned more about health. Than yeah. Wildlife. Oh, you're you're multifaceted. Yeah, that was fun though. Where can we get your stuff? Uh, Joey Wright Photo. So W R I G H T. That's like my Instagram. Uh, JoeyWrightPhoto.com. I guess that's like the main stuff. Twitch, any, all that you stuff. You have something else. So you do you you do your Twitch on Monday night. Twitch on Monday nights, uh, eight p.m. Eastern. Um, but the best thing is my Instagram because there's like a little my little link in my bio kind of then guides you to the rest of the stuff that I offer, including my workshop, which is every right. April. And um, yeah, I got little things I sell on my website for photographers and yeah, tutorials. Like nice. your your whole kit of what you my, use. My kit. Right? Yep, that's right. You can go see all my gear and stuff and yeah. And I just ha- I do have a lot of like info out there that's geared toward photographers to learn from. So yeah. Cool. That's why what I don't feel the need to I guess maybe always talk about photography because I do it so much already. <laughs> so yeah. But that was that was cool, man. Let's do let's do, you know, whenever you want. We can do that. I had a lot of fun. We did three hours something. It's easy. Yeah. I could talk all day. Yeah. Yeah. I know. The same. <laughs> that's the first that's the first day we met. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we were yapping it up. I heard. Yeah. All you right. see how now? Yeah. I, I do. Does it makes sense. <laughs> yeah. You're like, well, he wasn't oh, lying. He wasn't lying about what he was doing that day. <laughs> oh yeah, you um, met a guy and you talked to him for three hours at his house. Nah, I believed it at this point. I want receipts. Yeah, <laughs> oh, dude, it was it was a blast. Thanks, thanks, uh, thanks a lot. That Thank you for having me. Fun. Thank oh, you. Yeah, that was great. It's a good one. This was fun. All right, all right, everybody. Bye bye.